0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby, and if you are brand new to this show, the show is about a little well-known card game called Magic: The Gathering. Today we brought on another guest, none other than Rachel from Pixie Kitten Plays. She is an awesome content creator, up and coming. She's I don't she hasn't even been playing the game a year, and she's done some amazing YouTube videos that everyone needs to just go out and check out. And we had a very amazing. Over two-hour conversation, just talking about whatever came to mind here. Um, before we begin, let's get some announcements out of the way. Uh, Magic Azubi can be found on the following on facebook.com slash magic with zuby, on twitter at magic zuby, on instagram at magic underscore with underscore zuby you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com the show can be found on itunes google play stitcher and tune radio and on youtube just search for magic Wazooby on youtube and if you wish to support the show in any way possible possible check out the show's patreon at patreon.com slash magic with zuby and we have one small little ad and we will get right on to the show Well, hey there, Zoe. Why the long face there, chum? I just want to
1: order some magic cards, but the shipping was too expensive.
0: Too expensive? Well, did you know if you go to legitmtg.com, you can order any magic cards, and anything over $2 or more has free shipping.
2: Wow, free shipping at legitmtg.com. That's amazing.
0: You heard that right, Zoe free shipping at legitmtg.com with any order over two dollars or more be sure to visit today and get the best deal on magic singles and magic sealed product available wow that's amazing all right so we're recording so Zuby here and i am with rachel from pixie kitten plays the relatively new uh magic youtube channel and um how's it going it's
2: going well
0: how well, are you? I'm doing all right. You know, it's Monday night and things could be you know, things could be worse. Obviously. They could be worse. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, I wanted to bring you on and have a chat with you and I guess to start off with uh introduce yourself and a little bit about, you know, your YouTube channel and magic.
2: Okay. Well, um I am Pixie Kitten. I go by Pixie Kitten on the internet. I haven't used my real name at all, but you guys use it on Tenth Street Hooligans, so <laughs> that is fine, no problem. Um, I have, I do have a small YouTube channel. It uh, I started in I think July of 2018, and I like to just make funny, silly Magic: The Gathering videos. It started with. Um, booster pack openings, and um, sort of just grew into whatever funny thing I can come up with from there.
0: Okay, cool. Cool. So, yeah, my favorite video that you've done so far, and I'll be honest, I haven't seen all of them, but the <laughs> ones you've been doing recently the pat, for a little past while, the skits that you've been doing, I've been yeah. really enjoying those, and especially me being a cat owner, I, I really enjoyed the cat <laughs> video as well, too. Where yeah. you're trying to do some content and cats just get in your way or just want to just plop on your desk.
2: Oh, yeah. Every time. I mean, I'm probably going to have a cat or two come in here tonight and like try to sit in the chair with me. So it's, yeah.
0: it's yeah. an
2: ongoing struggle. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Me too. So how long have you been playing Magic for?
2: Um, I have been playing Magic since about uh, July of 2018. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually I played magic maybe for about a year before that, but very casually at home. Like I didn't really know what the rules were or follow the rules. Um, like literally had no idea what I was doing, but I just randomly bought, um, a deck builders toolkit at the Mm -hmm. store. It was, um, I had stopped playing world of Warcraft so Ooh, I kind of that's needed. That's right, I forgot about that. I needed a hole. I needed something to fill the hole in my heart. And I was like, okay, this this will probably be not as time consuming as World of Warcraft. <laughs> Little did I know. Um, it, it's really not, though. Warcraft is a totally different beast. Like, yeah, it is. You've got to be on a raid, ske- a raid schedule, do all your guild stuff, oh, whatever. Oh, I remember
0: that you can ask my yeah. wife about my yeah. world of warcraft addiction oh yeah
2: yeah i'm definitely at a place in my life where i just can't keep up that that kind of schedule so magic really it it can take up a lot of time or you can choose for it not to and you know you can be casual with it or play when you can or whatever so um i really i really didn't start getting into it or following any of the news or anything until around july of 2018 and i had started a few months before that i had started listening to um good luck high fives podcast Mm -hmm. and they um i just i love those women so much they are so funny and they just really got me into it so um they're kind of the reason i really started playing a lot more and started making content and here we are
0: awesome have you met maria or megan yet
2: no I haven't but I hope that someday this can happen it would be my dream come true like I don't even care about anybody else in the magic
1: <laughs> community no
2: offense to anybody or any other like big content creators but like Megan and Maria that's that would be like my ultimate goal I just I love them so much
0: that's cool i met maria in dallas last year that was when they were doing coverage at gps now they're really not so yeah um, she seemed pretty cool um i mean i only talked to her for like maybe five minutes but um yeah yeah, it was her and marshall sutcliffe doing coverage over then and then um (laughs) marshall is freaking tall as hell (laughs) really oh my gosh yes he's like six foot five or six foot six
2: Oh wow! I, yeah. I I would not have picked up on that. I mean, it's just so hard to tell yeah. in videos, oh, yeah, for sure. whatever. So hmm, that's interesting.
0: No, but hopefully you get to meet them one day. I've no ne- I haven't met Megan before, but I met Maria. She seemed pretty cool.
2: Yeah, Maria is really funny. She's it,
0: yeah. I haven't listened to their podcasts in forever, but from what I remember. um, oh god we're, they they weren't called good luck high five it was um, magic the amateur yeah, yes that's right that's right yeah and that's when i listened to them uh for a couple episodes and then i don't know it, it's it's hard because doing a magic podcast it's it's hard to listen to all the other magic podcasts because it's like oh i'm already talking about this so why would i want to yeah. listen to someone else talk about it sort, sort of yeah. kind of i mean it really depends on the content really
2: yeah, I, I feel that way about magic content in general. Like, yeah. I mean, I want to watch stuff and support other creators. Um, but I also am just like, I can only take so much of it because I don't want to get burned out for one. And I also want to keep myself open to different things different things to do yeah. and i don't want to start seeing what everyone else is doing and feel like okay this is what i need to do too this is how you do it this is how you make content i don't want to i don't want to do that like i want to not know how to do it so that i can do it differently pretty yeah, much
0: i i see what you mean there the the one thing that i did a lot when starting out was at least just listening and watching others just to get an idea of <laughs> at least the type of content that people actually consume and yeah. all that. And then um usually I just do my own thing anyway. Yeah. So I know exactly yeah. what you mean.
2: I've been I've I've been trying to gain inspiration from other YouTubers who mm-hmm. aren't magic content creators and kind of watching like I'm trying to like watch videos on visual humor and try to try to sort of do a little bit more of that, but get my inspiration from people outside of magic, so it's not the same thing as what a lot of other people are doing.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, and same thing as you, especially when it comes to YouTube, I have a hard time trying to find at least decent magic youtubers i mean it, it's not to put anybody down and not to name names or anything but i mean <laughs> like, like i have on my twitter right now where it's i want to find new magic and even D content creators and mm-hmm. it's to be honest a lot of the stuff out there is you just see deck techs and pack openings and it's like yeah. i can only watch so much of that stuff before i'm like okay well what are you doing differently to make it interesting <laughs> you know yeah uh, that that's one that's even though I know deck techs are super popular, it's yeah. I can't really watch them anymore. It's I'm yeah. so bored of them.
2: That that is not something that I have tried to do a deck techs, because one, I'm really really bad at it, so <laughs>
1: it would just
2: be like, what the hell is this it's disaster? And two, I'm just like, I'm not gonna do it for arena because. I'm not at a point where I want to put real money into Arena
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you're going to have to do that if you're doing deck techs and I'm also like I don't I've been playing that long so I don't have that many paper cards either. Yeah. And I don't necessarily want to put a ton of money into that just to just to make a deck tech video. I I just feel like I can't sustain that. And again, I'm not good at it, so why would I do it?
0: Yeah, I've been playing Magic for so long, I'm still not any good at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I-, I think the type of content that I think I enjoy the most now would probably be more lore-related. Because for the longest time, I never followed the Magic story at all. Like, yeah. I didn't even know, growing up as a kid, I didn't even know there was a story attached. I just thought all these cards were, I don't know. You know, I had no idea there were stories attached to them. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Because I'd read you know, the flavor text. So I'm like, I'd love to read a book on that. I had no idea yeah. there was actual books on it.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I I have not really gotten that much into the lore yet. But I would really like to. I was really into World of Warcraft lore. And I read oh, a ton yeah. of those books. So I just haven't really gotten into the magic stuff. But I, I know there are books out there. I, I need to just get them and get interested yeah. in it
0: yeah the god the the thing about the magic lore um now like i said i can't comment on any of the older books or anything like that but i started really reading the stories from starting with the Theros set and onwards so what Theros came out in 2013 i think or 2014 something like that um and so that's when i started reading because they would post chapters of a story on or just like they do now, they post a chapter a week and Mm -hmm. the quality of writing is either really, really good one week or really, really, really bad one week. (laughs) And it's, and it's so jarring too, because you try to follow the story and it's, you'll have a really awesome chapter Then next week. It's like, is this written by an eight year old next week? And, and and I, and I hate to like say that because maybe that author really tried their hardest and you're like, what is this i mean <laughs> i don't know what's going on it's it, i mean just go back and try reading that the perfect example is um when amonkhet came out a couple years ago mm-hmm. there'd be um and this is I, I don't know if you read books a lot or not but yeah, um i do so most books at least from what i've read most majority of the books i've read they stay in either first person or third person right yeah mm-hmm. uh and yeah, and this this has been true for a lot of a lot of the sets of magic is especially Omicat, there would be one chapter that's all in third person then the next chapter would be in first person but you wouldn't even know who's talking in first person until like maybe a few paragraphs down so the first couple oh. of paragraphs make no sense because you have no idea who they're talking about
2: oh yeah that it, that is confusing i mean i i know there's like this new thing that authors are doing where it's like each chapter is like a different character yeah. I mean, that's definitely like all I'm pretty sure like all Game of Thrones is written that way.
1: Yeah, and, pretty much. Um
2: a lot of a a lot of like Brandon Sanderson's newer he's got he's got this new series out and it's like that. It's like a different every chapter you're you're like going along with the story of a different character in the book. But to change from like first person to third person, that's that's a little bit off-putting
0: yeah it is and it's also um and like I said the quality of writing varies greatly too it's it's almost like the reading level comprehension changes between chapter to chapter like okay here we go we got college level in one chapter the next chapter it's like oh it's fifth grade reading level and you're like what's? <laughs> <laughs> oh man but no if there were if there was probably my favorite set that came out recently that had really, really good story. And it was actually the same authors throughout the entire series was the Ixalan, Ixalan oh. and rivals of Ixalan. It was so good. And then, oh. and then after that Dominaria, Dominaria was, it was some hit or miss chapters. And yeah. then right after that, they um, stopped do Well, no, no, they had the Nicol Bolas flashback chapters, which are eh, okay. <laughs> and um, now they haven't done any, actual storyline until that book comes out next month, I think, or two months from now. I mean, they've done some side stories, but nothing Mm -hmm. of the main story or anything like that.
2: Yeah. I may, I may have to check out the Ixalan stuff because I didn't play when that set came out, but I really like it. I mean, just from playing the cards, I mean, you can kind of tell what's going on. Mm -hmm. I like, I really love the vampires, like all the vampires from Ixalan and (laughs) Rivals of Ixalan. So that would that would probably be a good read
0: no it was interesting because um i mean spoiler i guess because th- this part of the story is about jace and vraska trying to find um was it the golden city orzica or oraska or however you say it i don't know i'm terrible <laughs> <at> pronouncing <laughs> these know. names and um jace has amnesia doesn't remember who he is you know and meets up with Vraska. And those two are like mortal enemies. But then she realizes he lost his memory. So they become friends. And then they almost fall in love towards the end. <laughs> and then Ooh. it's it's so cute. And you're like, oh, you know, I, I want something good to happen. And then, of course, something bad happens at the end of the story. And you're well, like,
1: yeah,
0: of course. That, that was the thing I said on Twitter um about a week or two ago. where It's like, why do all these magic sets have to be about war and fighting oh, yeah. all the time? It's,
2: Wait, you said that on 10th Street oh or did
0: or, or did i i don't i don't know wherever i said it but yeah. it's true it's like every single set and i get it you know battling and war sell sets it makes it for interesting yeah. because mm-hmm. you know or else it wouldn't make sense for these wizards to be fighting each other when you're right. playing a game of magic but yeah. can't we just have a set where it's like hey everything's kind of peaceful a little bit not so <laughs> the world's ending type thing well
2: they make those silly sets right
0: well the don't unsets make... yeah but
2: like um i don't even understand them at all but like those like just the weird silly ones i don't know what those are
0: the unsets so those are just joke sets um like... but
2: so you wouldn't play with them or anything
0: no no um and Anytime they've sold those sets, the biggest draw to them are the the full art lands that they sell in them. But um, they make for some interesting draft environments. But other than that, they're worthless. They're worthless cards. Okay. Yeah, like I have um, one of the cards from an unset I have is called the Blacker Lotus. Um, (laughs) Instead of sacking it for three mana, it gives you four mana. But you have to tear the card up into four pieces in order to use it.
2: Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, that's weird.
0: Yeah, it, it it is, but it's it's funny though. Um Yeah. No, but yeah, so you're like brand new to magic still pretty much. It's um
2: Yeah.
0: I I you know, I honestly miss being new to magic sometimes cuz I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just guessing. When you see a new set come out, like Guilds of Ravnica or Ravnica Allegiance, I don't. I have to assume, like, you think it's awesome and amazing, right? Yeah, I or, or you get do. really excited. Uh, yeah, every I'm... set. I'm just like,
1: oh my god, <laughs> yeah. the last
2: one just came out, and there's another one happening. What? This is crazy.
0: And I'm, yeah, I'm getting to the point where I'm an old curmudgeon. Where it's like, I see a new set. I'm like. I I look at the cards I can evaluate immediately, like, "Mm, that's good, that's good, that's bad, Eh, it's okay, you know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I pretty much look at every card, like every spoiler that gets released, every preview card, I'm like, oh my God, that looks so good. Yeah. And then, you know, when it comes on to, I'll like watch a video that's like 10 cards that you shouldn't draft at your pre release or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, I thought those cards were so good.
0: Yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, well, like I said, I just miss that feeling. It's, um, I was telling this to John, um, the other day where it's like, cause he's been making some of those deck tech videos now. And I'm just telling yeah. him, I've been telling him like, I'm not a fan of this standard at all right now. Cause it's just, it's, I feel like the standard right now is not in a good place. And, um, he's just like, Oh, but it's such a brewer's paradise. I'm like, but is it really though? <laughs> I mean, the the format's so warped right now, with um especially Hydroid Crisis being out in the wild.
2: Oh, yeah, I know, right? I opened a pack with one of those. I straight up sold it, like, right away.
0: <laughs> that was the smart thing to do.
2: Because <laughs> I was like, people are crazy about this card. Like, is it going to remain good? I don't know. I'm not going to wait. Here uh, you go.
0: I mean, I wonder if it has any kind of modern playability, but right now it's just going to be insane and standard for at least the yeah. foreseeable future. Yeah. For right now. At, at least as long as Teferi still reigns supreme and uh, God, I'm so sick of that card. Even though mm-hmm. even though I played that card in modern, it's I'm still sick of it though.
2: Nobody likes Teferi.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, there's some times where I feel he's worse than Jace the Mind Sculptor sometimes. Oh, I saw the kitty. <gasps>
2: Yes, she's, she's, she wants to sit in the chair with me. Come on, Daisy. She sits behind me in the chair like every oh, there, night.
0: There she goes. Yep,
2: yep, that's her spot. <laughs> she wants to cuddle up behind me. Yeah, I have to sit on the edge of my chair so she can lay back there. It's uh, great. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. The things we do. I know. Well, you see, the cats are definitely our cats, or at least definitely more of my wife's cats. I just I have a love hate relationship with them,
1: Aww. where
0: it's like I really 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 love them one day, then the next day it's like, all right, get out of here, you demons, <laughs> like, just go away. But um, yeah,
2: that's about right.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's mm-hmm. I have been telling my wife it's like when they finally pass away, I want to get a dog, get <gasps> get like a
2: no, you can't do that. Sure no, I can. No, sure no, I can. No. Why not? You just need to get another cat.
0: No, I'm done with cat. cats. I'm done. <gasps> I, I've grown up with cats all my life
2: But dogs are so much more work You have to take them out all the time
0: Yeah I know that But cats Yeah
2: but isn't that going to get old like real fast
0: It'll get old but at least You know well I was going to say At least the dog won't ruin my things But yeah it still will But the, Yeah but And at it's going to
2: want your attention all the time
0: True but at least okay, the so dog won't climb up on my shelves.
2: getting a dog? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. You need to stick with cats.
0: Well, at least the dog can alert you when someone's trying to break into your house. At I mean, least for the most part.
2: The cat can alert you?
0: Oh, yeah. Just be like, oh, hey, hey, new human. How's it going?
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's up? You going to feed me or what? <laughs>
0: yeah. And at least, you know, and another thing. At least the dog won't eat you too, because all the cat does is see you sees you as food. Because if you don't if you don't no. feed the cat, yeah. Cats are murderers, no. all right? They're just little tiny murderers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. No, they're not murderers. They're not trying to eat you. They're just tiny little fuzzy forest creatures that live in your house.
0: Right. <laughs> it's, it's like the best. Oh man. <sighs> sometimes, sometimes it's the best most Sometime. of the time most of the time i mean yeah it's no sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right
2: I, agree to disagree
0: i mean i tell my wife sometimes i see those videos of people who've had like lions and tigers as pets you know since they were babies and yeah. all that it's like yeah i could see myself doing that but not really
2: yeah, I don't know if I could do that. That's scary, cause like yeah. even it- if you grow up with them, like they're still like actually a predator.
0: Oh yeah, it'll it'll just take one time for them for you to piss them off, and then they're yeah. just like, yeah, you're food now.
2: <laughs> or just even like play with you too rough. You're yeah. dead. Sorry, we were just playing.
0: And I know. Uh, oh. The only other pet I've told my wife that I really really want. Is Well, it's also because we're not going to have any more kids, is I want a pet monkey.
2: What? No. Yeah. <laughs> that is weird and gross. You can't do that. Where would it go to the bathroom?
0: They wear diapers. And then, of course, obviously, by the time I have a pet monkey, I'll have a really, really large piece of property where I can build, like, this monkey cage where he can hang out all day. And it would would have to be a boy because I have three female cats, I have two daughters, and then I have a wife. So I'm the only male in my house. (laughs) (laughs) I go a little crazy sometimes.
2: You need to, like, get a goldfish or something.
0: No. I'd, I'd end up killing it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well then you wouldn't be sad it'd cost like 50 cents
0: that's too much if you money.
2: killed a monkey you would be really sad
0: I wouldn't kill a monkey well the monkey'd probably escape accidentally though. that'd be
2: yeah it would get away and get like run over by a car oh
0: God that's just terrible but like yeah, it that, is. that's why I'd live in the country and have a monkey
2: there's still cars in the country
0: maybe <laughs> I live in the
2: country there's cars out here
0: no where where are you where are you from?
2: Uh, Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Oh, Tennessee. All right.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. You know, I still need to visit Tennessee one day. Have you never
2: been to Tennessee?
0: Nope. Nope. I want to yeah. go. My wife and I want to go so bad.
2: You're not missing much.
0: Well, I mean, compared to Florida, I mean, Florida's a freaking swamp. It's a swampland as far as the eye can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I don't particularly like Florida. No offense.
0: Oh, why is that? I, I, I'm curious. Why is that?
2: Well, it's particularly because I'm not like a beach person, mm-hmm. and there's just like I mean, so much coast in Florida, and it's just it's just not my thing. It's a little bit yeah. too hot. I don't like the humidity. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, it can definitely get really hot. Like today, it was 85 in February. So,
1: I mean, are you serious?
0: Yeah, but that was actually it's real. It was really nice, 85 though. It wasn't like blistering hot or anything like that.
2: Wow. It was like 45 here. It was awful. It was freezing.
0: Yeah, that does sound freezing. That sounds like catastrophic temperatures for someone in Florida.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, I guess that's typical for here, but it's been like cold and rainy. So it's just like this double negative thing. It's just awful. We're over it.
0: Yeah, that is one thing that, and I've talked with my wife about this too, is You know, I'd love to move to a place like Tennessee or something like that, but the hard part about it would be no access to beaches that are nearby. It's like, because I'm a beach bum, or I can be a beach bum. I can just go to a beach, sit under (laughs) an umbrella, and just read a book all day and stare at the waves.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that... I just know that is not my thing. Like I, I'm good to like go to the beach for a week on vacation and do mm-hmm. nothing but lay on the beach. But like, I don't tan at all. Oh, like, neither I just do
0: I. That's turn why... into
2: a lobster. Yep. So I'm just so it's just like not fun. It's just miserable, and I I don't enjoy just like sitting in the heat for hours and hours. I mean, even yeah. with a book, even with a drink, like it gets old.
0: Yeah, no no, I know exactly what you mean. That's why I usually avoid the beach between May to September because yeah. not only is it super crowded at every single beach, but that's when it's just uncomfortably hot there and yeah. it doesn't even feel good. So, usually between October to February to March is the best time to go, honestly. Yeah.
2: yeah. I I also no offense again, but I don't love any of the water around Florida. It's really not that pretty,
0: yeah. I mean, there are a few beaches on the Gulf Coast that can that look really good, like Clearwater Beach is the most popular beach we have yeah. here. Um, mm-hmm. but for the most part, you're right, even on the Atlantic side, depending on where yeah. you go, it's, I mean, it's kind of it, gross, it, it can be, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm not doubting that, um, but. Yeah, I mean if I had my choice I'd rather go on the Pacific side for beaches. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. no, yeah, it, it's hard to find a good spot that isn't crowded like crazy here in Florida.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the other thing. It's no matter where you go, it's crazy crowded everywhere. Yeah. Um I I went on my honeymoon to Nicaragua and Ooh, that's fancy. Yeah. I know, exotic, right? It was great. Actually, it was like, it's not expensive to go to Nicaragua. And we rented out like an entire beach house, like just the two of us.
1: Shit.
2: Um, yeah, but like I'm telling you, it's not expensive to go there. Like we didn't go on some like wild, crazy, all out. Like it was just a regular, regular beach trip. Just a little bit further away in, in Central <laughs> America. <laughs> but like the beach, the beaches there There, I mean, there is like nobody you can, you can like look both directions all the way down the beach and you'll like maybe see somebody way down there in the distance or a couple of people will come walking by, but for the most part, there's nobody there.
0: It was like That's my dream right there. Yeah. 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 It was great. Yeah. There's, um, there's this beach I want to go to. So you drive all the way down to the Southern tip of Florida. Um, you go down what's called alligator alley. Um, mm. Oh, wait, no, no, I think you go past Alligator Alley and you go to this camping ground and it's like a regular camping ground where people take RVs and all that stuff. But there's a trail, a hiking trail that I think is about 10 to 20 miles long and there's no act. You can't take your car down it. You have to hike it. And oh, at the end of that hike, there's like a private beach where. Ooh. So it's like I want to do it really bad.
2: <laughs> yeah but like you have to hike 10 to 20 miles to get there
0: yeah but it's worth it though you could set up a tent there <laughs> Can and just
2: stay there because I'm pretty sure you're not yeah. walking back the same day yeah
0: you could stay there and just okay. camp out and all that it's like I want to yeah. do that
2: yeah that would be cool
0: of course my luck the time I go there it's like oh look there's a hurricane coming <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be awful you walk yeah. all the way out there and it just like calms up and you're, you can't even get back oof
0: or oh, yeah. or my luck there's um what is it the red tide or or alligators have decided to infest it like damn it
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would not be good either.
0: Yeah. But you that's know. one thing I want to do. Um yeah, Florida is just a crazy state. Um it yeah. is Where have you where have you been in Florida?
2: Um I've I've been to Orlando.
0: Okay.
2: Um I've been to Um, oh, I can't think of this, this beach where, um, oh, what is it? Navarre, Navarre Navarre Beach?
0: Okay, never heard of it.
2: Oh, I think it's like, um, it's on the Gulf side, but but I think it's like more north.
0: Oh, okay, probably near the Panhandle, I think? Yeah. Okay.
2: Mm -hmm, Something like that. Um, and I think that's about it. I think Orlando, for the most part, is where I've yeah. been the most.
0: Yeah, Orlando is not that great. I mean, the only thing that Orlando even has going for it is Disney World. That's about yeah. it. Other than that, it has nothing else of redeeming value.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, well, there's Universal Studios, too, so that's yeah. not too bad. Yeah, yeah, Harry
2: Potter World, yeah.
0: I still have not gone there.
2: Well, to- I haven't been there either, but that would be the reason that I go.
0: Yeah, sure. I know. I, I need to go. And then plus they're building a Nintendo Land or something in, oh. in Universal Studios. Where they're going to have like Mario, Zelda and all that stuff. I have to go now.
2: Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah. Are you into Harry Potter?
0: Um, Not as much as my wife or daughter are. But I've, okay. I read the books. I started reading the books when the third one came out. And oh. then... You know read them as each book came out and all that and it was i remember when the last book came out my wife and i now you were my girlfriend at the time Shoot, we weren't <laughs> married yet and um right we weren't married right no 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 we weren't um whenever the last book came out i remember we got it the day of and yeah. it took me like i think less than two days to finish it because i had to work too or else yeah. i would have finished it quicker And then she, because she wanted to read it first. I'm like, no, trust me, I'll read it faster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: I remember that. Like, you could wait at midnight at the store and, like, go buy it. mm Mm-hmm. And I remember doing that for the last one too. Like I went, I mean, I think I went to like Walmart or something and, yeah. w- and went at midnight and you could wait in line and buy the book. And I, I remember it was like summertime because I went to the pool mm-hmm. with my sister and I sat there and I like read the entire book in two days also when the last one came out. Yeah, it I, was so exciting.
0: I can't even remember the last time a book like that has even been that exciting, at least in the mainstream media, know. you know. I mean, the only thing I can think of that's even going to come close to that is whenever George gets off his ass and writes the next Game of Thrones book.
2: Oh which- yeah, that's probably never going to happen. I don't I don't read Game of Thrones, by the way.
0: Oh, you've never read it?
2: No. I refuse. I I will not. I will not get caught up in that hype. And and I do not like reading series that are not completed cuz I don't like yeah. waiting years between books.
0: Well, when I started Game of Thrones, I was under the assumption that the next book was going to be releasing soon. <laughs> and so I finished all five books and the show hadn't caught up yet to the final book and uh-huh. you know, the show catches up and then goes way past the final book and I'm like Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for the last season, but I'm also kind of like, we're never going to get the last two books, are we? No. No. <laughs> no.
2: no. It's not going to happen. No. Somebody else is going to have to write it, like, after he dies.
0: Yeah. And it's... I, I haven't even read his um, other book. I can't remember the name of it. It's, it takes place, like, a thousand years before Game of Thrones oh. happens or whatever. I don't know. Why
2: and, is he writing other stuff?
0: I don't know. I wish I would <laughs> That no. doesn't make sense. No. Um. What other fantasy series have you read before or what other book series do you enjoy
2: um well i i do like to read fantasy um i really like to read mysteries okay um i'm really into the pendergast
0: okay. books never heard of it
2: them. um he's a he's like a detective in um like new york city and mm-hmm. the, it's i mean there's a ton of books like i don't know like maybe 15 or 20 and they're, you don't have to read them consecutively. Some of them, there's, there might be like a trilogy that goes together and then like a few random ones and then maybe another trilogy. But there's kind of like a supernatural element to Ooh. like all of this crime stuff that he's also trying to figure out, whatever. So I, I really like those. Um, I love Brandon Sanderson. I don't know if you've read any of his stuff.
0: Um, no, I have not. Okay. Didn't he take over the Wheel of Time series? He
2: did. He finished okay. it. Yes, he finished it after Robert Jordan passed away. But I haven't read. I haven't read those. I tried to start reading the Wheel of Time, but man, that was kind of tough to get through. Oh yeah. I, I, I didn't. I don't yes. even think I finished the first book.
0: Yeah. I'm, I was I,
2: just like, this I, is I, painful.
0: Yeah, I felt the same exact way because I was so excited to read the first book because I heard so many good things about it, and I'm right. reading it, and. I'm like 10 chapters in and I feel like nothing's happening.
2: Yeah. So I have not read those, but I but I read um Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn trilogy and it is like the best piece of literature that I have ever read. Ooh. It is so good. Like you should read it and and your wife should read it. And your daughters should read it. And everyone <laughs> listening should read it because it is so good.
0: I will really have good. to... I'm currently rereading Lord of the Rings right now again for like the 800th time. Oh, wow. So maybe I should check those <clears throat> out after you should. that.
2: You definitely should. It's so good. Um, he is working on another series right now that is not complete. And I, I've read the first book in it, but... I tell you, I hate reading a series that's not done because
0: oh, I don't, I don't like yeah.
2: waiting years. Like I can't even remember what happened. I read the last book three years ago.
0: Oh yeah, no, so. no, that that makes perfect sense. Um, the one series I recommend to you, and I may have said this on Tenth Street Hooligans, is Dragonlance.
2: Dragonlance.
0: Yeah, they were a series of books that um they they were created from the story came out of these group of like two writers and these group of friends who used to play D&D with each other. Ooh. And they basically like the first couple books were what happened in their campaign and they just put it in story form.
1: Oh cool. And,
0: and um really really good set of books, the um Dragonlance books, there's like hundreds of books of, of them, but they have like a core series and mm. um just really, really, I, I love all the characters of them. And um, if you're ever interested, I can give you the names of which books you should read. And yeah. and in what order, too, because the order matters as well. Okay.
2: But. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. I need, I need a new series. Like, right now, I'm just sort of, like, flip-flopping between, like, random stuff that I've read before because mm-hmm. I just haven't really found anything good. But I love to read. Like, I read every night before I go to bed.
0: I try it's, to, yeah.
2: It's like my jam. I'm. I've always been like an avid reader. It's. I love it.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So have I. It's especially with my Kindle Paperwhite. That so oh. I can actually read in the dark and not have to have the lights on.
2: Yeah. Oh, you're fancy.
0: Oh, wow. No.
2: <laughs> oh, I just read paper books. Oh no.
0: Well, I I like to flip back and forth depending on the book. It's yeah. sometimes I want the paper version of that book or other times I, you know, I'll just get the Kindle version. I'm like, okay, whatever. If it's a book yeah. I don't really care about, you know. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's, the, the Kindle has been the only device where I can actually read books from besides paper. Like, I've tried my iPad and even the phone and I just can't do it. The screen yeah. is just, it hurts my eyes. And yeah. the Kindle it's at hard. least, the Kindle at least feels like you're reading an actual page from a book.
2: Yeah, I'm, I've seen it. it. It does look good for sure. I've just never invested into it.
0: It's it's handy to have, especially when you're on a long flight and you don't want to like bring books with you on the plane. It's just that's a good point. Bring a Kindle with you, and and plus it's um. Yeah, you can fit like I probably have over a thousand books on my Kindle or something. Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, that's cool.
0: No, so. Okay, so I also got to touch on this a little bit here. D&D, you, yeah. had be, you were on our first episode of Ten Street Hooligan d and I don't even know if we have an official yeah. name of it. Um,
1: we should
2: make a name. We should yeah. make a name for our group.
0: Yeah, because it's, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to think of something.
2: Yeah, but, something but, um, good.
0: But so, w- was that your very first time playing D&D on that episode? Yeah.
2: Well, no, I have, I have played one other time, but I, I was, um, I was a DM, the the one other time I've played with, with other people that have never played before either. So it was like, nobody knew what they were doing. None of us knew what we were doing.
1: (laughs) So, but I
2: mean, it was, you know, it was like, I just did this little pre-made campaign, whatever, and we had fun, but, but, um, yeah, so I guess that was officially my first time. But then on 10th Street Hooligans, that was my other first time.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I recommend trying yeah. to dig deeper into it. I wish... I, I was really trying to, uh, I guess, have some time to make some maps to show you guys. Because um, the... And plus the session was running a little bit long too. I, I know we only have like X amount of hours to be able to play because yeah. I, I will admit this because I know maybe John, Johnny, and coach may be listening is <laughs> the sewers you guys were going through. I had to cut it halfway short because not, not that you guys were taking too long. It was just, I was noticing the time. I'm like, shit, there's still yeah. like a whole other section to these sewers you guys haven't even come across yet. And it's like what
2: was going to be down there
0: you know what let me look it up and see because i don't remember off the top of my head
2: um i've been watching vampire the masquerade
0: Ooh, i love that system oh my gosh it's such a fun and you know that is a good rpg to play one-on-one with
1: you you don't need a group
0: yeah yeah it's um i mean because when you think about vampires themselves it's most vampires like to work alone.
1: Yeah. And they don't true. like
0: working with others. But no, I mean, obviously anytime with role playing it's more fun with a group. Yeah. But um yeah, the vampire system's really fun.
2: Yeah. Oh gosh. It's yeah. It's been very entertaining.
0: Hold on, I am trying to find it here. Okay, the tunnels. What else did I have? You guys run into the tunnels. Oh, there were just some other rooms, and then like a little maze room, and you guys were going to come across some, you you guys could have came across some other enemies too, because every room you guys ran into, I I rolled a little dice to see what kind of enemies you were going to run into.
1: Oh. So,
0: I I was just making it up on the spot, just like most things I do when I DM, just make it all up.
2: (laughs) Hey, that's cool. It's, I mean, it makes it fun, spontaneous. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, but no, I'm glad you enjoyed it and had fun doing it, because it, yeah. um, it was a lot of fun. Dude, frickin' Coach's accent. he, he I, I thought it was going to be, I honestly thought it was going to be um, John's accent was going to throw me off. And yeah. just make me crack up. But no, co- yeah. Coach's accent the entire yeah. time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, John's was good and yeah. it was funny. But yeah, that, yeah, Coach's, we just, I wasn't expecting that. That just, yeah, <laughs> it came out of nowhere. It was, it was really good. I, um, I thought about doing an accent, but then I was like, am I going to be able to keep that up the whole time? So,
0: oh, yeah. It's, I, I used to do accents like that when I would, um, when I DM, I mean, even though I'm DMing a game right now, it's most of the time I just forget about it. Yeah. Like, I try to do the accent, and I'm like, no, this is too much work. <laughs> Plus, it starts <laughs> yeah. hurting my throat, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I mean, because I've been watching a lot of, like, live role-playing, I'm, I'm getting into it now. I'm more mm-hmm. excited. I'm like, okay, maybe I know a little bit more what to do now <laughs> instead of just not do anything. But, I mean, I just... You know, it, it was good that I was playing with other more experienced people because, I mean, well, I think Coach plays a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I think it was only really me and Coach. Yeah,
2: yeah. and you. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. But, yeah. um, I feel, yeah, I feel totally ready for the next one. Awesome. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. I recommend to anybody out there, even you, I don't know if you've picked one up yet, is a player's handbook. And, um, yeah. They're super cheap now. And, um, it that just teaches you so much, just bit, like basic basics on how to play and do combat. And I guess, do you want to describe who your character is on the show and what they do and what they are?
2: My character. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find my character sheet. I'm I've, sure I've got it somewhere here.
0: Yep, I've got it pulled up right here.
2: Um. Well, she is. Uh, um, she's a bard.
0: Yep, you are a glamour bard.
2: I don't, yeah. I'm not really sure what the glamour part means. Glamour. Oh, that was the college, right?
0: Yep, the College of Glamour.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, she, okay, she's from, like, a really noble Orzhov family. Mm-hmm. Um, she, but she has been disinherited from her family. Um, and she doesn't talk about why she doesn't, she's been like stripped of her title, but she still has that sense of entitlement and, um, she's a little bit bitter. She's, um... What did I say? Oh, she was she was like tutored as a child mm-hmm. by um, a master on the zither, so that's why she's a bard. She um, she was obviously like very proficient as a child, and now she goes around and she's in um, she just travels on her own. She's kind of a loner. I don't really know how she got connected with this. With this random group of travelers? Oh, no, it's because she got the mysterious letter that somebody knows her secret. And so (laughs) she went to the location, and then she met up with all these other weirdos. (laughs) And she doesn't know what to think. She's just along for the ride because she is desperate that no one finds out her secret.
0: Yes. So, and what happened is when you met the other weirdos is there was a a force of orzorius and boros coming after you guys and it was it was either stay there and try to fight them or run and escape
2: so we went to escape because ain't no way we're fighting all those fools
1: yeah
0: okay
2: And, and then we went then we went to like the mob lord
0: yeah, Cranko. Cranko the mob <laughs> boss.
2: <laughs> and we have to go do some stuff for him. And then he'll tell us what we want to know. Yes. Who knows our secret.
0: Ooh. And then we can go and kill
2: them. We're going to slash their throat. Maybe. we so can't tell anybody maybe. our secret.
0: Depends on how you guys do in the next session. Because I have it all like written and laid out. Um, but And I can't wait for you all to get there. So basically the gist of the story is um there is like like, um you said there's a person that knows a deep dark secret and each of the players has a deep dark secret going on um but and i can't remember if i said oh wait no i don't know if this will spoil i don't want to like accidentally say something
2: what Um, is everyone else's secrets.
0: No, 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 no! I'm not gonna say anybody else's secrets, <laughs> and I really hope that n- no one else told anybody else a secret. I
1: didn't.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you guys did, I mean it. Whatever, but um, yeah. So the whole part of the campaign right now is, or part of the campaign, I, I guess I'll spill this out is you have to try to find out whose secret does the the person know, or who, that who's after you. What now? So whose secret out of the four of you is the one that, you know, the person. Oh, the
2: person only knows one of our secrets? Well, They don't know everyone's secrets? Well, no, hold
0: on. Let, let, me, let me take that back. No, the person who's blackmailing you knows your secrets, but mm-hmm. the people who were after you, the Azorius and Boros, you don't know who's after you from there. You don't know who sent them out.
1: Oh,
2: right. So yeah. whoever sent
0: those people out, they're only possibly after one person, but you don't know who.
2: Yeah, why are they after us?
0: I don't know. <laughs> no idea.
2: <laughs> I think you do know, actually.
0: Maybe I don't know.
2: I don't know. I didn't even think about that. Why are they chasing us? We had to go in the sewers. It was disgusting down there. I'm an Orzob. I don't go into the sewers.
0: I know. I know. It, it was. Um. It was really interesting trying to come up with the campaign because. One, I didn't want to make it part of the Gatewatch or anything like that. I wanted to stay away from the main Magic storyline because, to me, that's boring. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Do you guys really want to go fight Nicol Bolas? Eh, that's kind mm, of boring to no. me. Um, yeah. It's... And it was also... And I think part of my inspiration for it was I had just watched the movie Clue. And my kids had taught me how to play the game Clue. Because I'd oh. never played the game Clue before until my kids what? got it. And... So it's started, such a good game. It is. It's it's such a fun game. And so playing that and then watching the movie again, it came, I came up with the idea of like it like it's a who done it. Like who who are they after? <laughs> oh,
2: that's so exciting. I love that movie.
0: Oh my gosh, I freaking it's, it's so
2: funny. Yeah. It's so good. That movie is freaking classic. And I'm sorry, you never played Clue, the board
0: game. No, no. I mean, I had it growing up, but we never played it.
2: I literally played that, like, every weekend of my childhood (laughs) with my brother and sister. And when I go home for Christmas and Thanksgiving, we play it again.
0: Yeah, it is a surprisingly really fun game.
2: It is a really fun game. Now, it's not fun when somebody accidentally puts, like, two weapons and a person in the case file, and they just, like, totally... Don't even put a room in there, and it just oh, yeah. gets completely fucked. It's not,
0: it's yeah.
2: not fun. Everyone um, gets mad at you, so don't ever do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, um, yeah. But as far as D and D goes, that's I, I can't wait to, for episode two. I think we're gonna try to do the next episode next month. And, yeah. Um, so stay tuned for that. I don't I don't know what date we're gonna do it, but um, I guess I gotta get off my ass and try to prep some more of.
2: Well, you know.
0: Well, because I'm in a weekly game right now that I'm DMing, and that is, um, oh my gosh. Because I'm not doing FNM anymore right now, because yeah. I just don't like standard. So I'm going to be doing D&D <laughs> for the foreseeable future. And, well,
2: uh, hey, that's cool.
0: Yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. and yeah. um, so I'm doing that, and then, yeah. I, I mean, we, I don't know, it almost kind of makes me, it's, so, one of the things I tr- want to try to do this year was try to start a D&D live stream. So, this is sort of like a good intro to it. Because mm-hmm. d- DMing this was a lot different compared to when I DM at the game store. Because yeah. for when we're doing it on live stream, I've got to be a little bit more entertaining. Not that I'm not entertaining when I'm DMing normally, but it's, you know, you've got a crowd of people watching you. And so, yeah. you can't be taking too long to look up rules and... Um, yeah. Yeah you know trying to figure out oh well are they really 5 feet away from you and it's just sort of like okay come on keep going keep going
2: <laughs> yeah there's probably a lot more that you've got to just come up with like right there i'm sure yeah
0: yeah for the most part and it's also the other hard thing was ignoring chat cuz i wanted to really check out chat and see what people were saying but i yeah. to- and like like i told you all like no we have to ignore chat cuz we're going to get distracted just like yeah. we normally do on tenstreet yeah <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> I totally just, like, minimized it because I I didn't want to bother with it.
0: No, but, um, so, I guess, um, oh yeah, some of the other stuff we can talk about here. So, (laughs) um, you, I've said this on Twitter, and, um, and you've probably seen it on Twitter as well, the, and I feel like you've maybe almost come onto magic, maybe at a bad time, because this whole year especially th- since 2019 Wizards has just been making one weird announcement after another when it comes to their <laughs> the competitive part of their game.
2: Yeah, it's been um it's been interesting like with all the announcements, the weird random announcements and like or the or the not announcements.
0: Yeah, especially and when it we comes We don't
2: know what's going on.
0: Yeah. Especially a, when it comes to organized play, it's like what is going on here? Yeah. You know?
2: I feel like I'm not because I'm so new, I'm not mm-hmm. like super immersed into it. So like when something happens, I'm I'm just like kind of neutral about it. And I'm just like less weird, but I'm not like compelled to make a Twitter post about it cuz I don't even care that much. I just Yeah cuz i'm not i'm not that i'm not that invested in it yet yeah. or really really more accurately i just don't know enough to mm-hmm. care when maybe i should but i just don't know any better so i'm just like eh, whatever this is weird whatever
0: yeah no i get that it's um i i don't really play competitive magic anymore but i do follow it obviously and um it's just the all the changes i've been seeing and I mean, it's obvious Wizards is really pushing Magic Arena at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's—I've been saying this on this podcast for years now—is Magic Online needs to die. It needs to go away, and yeah. they really need to pump their resources into Magic Arena. But I feel like there, there a lot of times it feels like they're wanting to push Magic Arena more than Paper Magic, which is the bad thing to do. Now yeah. it may not always be the case. You know, they you know they'll say up front like, oh no, tabletop magic's not going anywhere, but sometimes that's not what it feels like. It feels like they're focusing too much on arena.
2: Yeah. So from from my perspective, I I did not start getting into magic until July of last year, and mm-hmm. that's about when the closed beta. No, the closed beta was out before that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was.
2: Okay, so I guess arena has always been around ever since I've really gotten into magic, mm-hmm. and I I really like arena, but everything, ev- all the magic that I play is casual. Like I don't do I don't do anything competitive. Even mm-hmm. like I mean if I if I'll do a booster draft or something like, I mean I guess maybe that's considered competitive. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, depends on your thoughts on it.
2: Okay, well, I'm not being competitive about it at all. So, and even when I play Arena, like, I play Arena, but not that often. Like, maybe just a couple times a week. So, Mm -hmm. I'm not, like, playing it every day at all. And I like Arena, and it's fun. But being new to the game, Arena makes me want to play more Paper Magic. Like, when I'm playing on Arena, I'm like this is fun, this is good practice, but I want to build this paper deck and go play it against real people. That's, and I think that's a perspective that a lot of people aren't seeing. Like, arena is just kind of like a little practice, whatever, you play it at home
1: Mm
2: -hmm. during your free time, but it just gets me geared up for wanting to go out and play with actual people and friends and, and that sort of thing. It makes me want to play Paper Magic more.
0: See, and that's um, that's not the first time I've heard that reaction either, because um, I've got some employees that have started playing Magic due to Arena, and they're now starting to go out and buy singles and yeah. buy booster packs and all that, and plus some other players at my LGS have been doing the same thing, too.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I can see that, and I'm glad it's bringing in new people to the yeah. game, because, I mean, it's always nice, you don't want to see it stagnate and all that, mm-hmm. and... And, like I said, you haven't been around long enough, but, I mean, you've probably seen it. There are definitely some magic players. You're sort of, like, going there and you're like, oh, okay. You're that kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've come across those before, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's not very fun. No. <laughs> no. So, have you had any player horror stories or anything?
2: No. Not at Mm -hmm. all. I mean, any experience I've had, like, everyone's always been really nice to me. Um,
0: See, and that's good. That's great. I I love hearing that because it's, maybe it's Florida. Maybe it's a Florida thing. It's, I feel like no matter what LGS I go to, there's always going to be that one player that you're just like, oh, dear God, please don't pair me up against you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you, I mean... You can like look around and see the see people and you're like, "Oh, I can I mean, I can just make an assumption and tell what kind of player you are." But I mean, probably because I'm new mm-hmm. and because I'm a female, everyone's always really nice to me. So, and it's it's like if I have been playing for years and and people were treating me the same way, I would probably be frustrated because people assume that I'm a new player, but I actually am a new player. So, you know, I don't get offended about it, but, um, I mean, I, I can see that being an issue in the future, but Mm -hmm. I, I haven't had, I haven't had any issues. Like people assume I'm a new player, but I actually am. So (laughs) I haven't, you know, I'm not getting offended about that.
0: No. And that's, I mean, that's nice to hear. It's, um, you know, I mean, Like I said, it's, I can't speak on too many experiences regarding that, but it's, you know, I've, I've read the stories, I've heard the stories, and, um, it's, I mean, hell, I've even got some, uh, some of my own horror stories with players, and (laughs) it's, um, oh my god, just, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've talked about some of them before on my podcast, but, um, I don't know, it's just, like I said, it, it's got to be a Florida thing because I've been to a few LGSs up in Georgia, like when I went to Grand Prix Georgia there, and it was a night and day difference where it's like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, people are normal. People know how to, you know, treat each other and all yeah. that. What is that? What, what's that? Because and that was another crazy thing is, like, Georgia, like, has that southern hospitality where mm-hmm. everybody's just so nice and catering, like, to your wants and all that stuff it's like i'm an out-of-towner and you're treating me like a you know i'm your family member yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) come to florida it's like what the fuck you want asshole
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay uh so remind myself never to play magic in florida oh
0: well it's not that bad i'm I'm exaggerating but it sometimes feels like that yeah it's like georgia and florida just feels so different in terms of the way that people treat you
2: yeah i've played magic in georgia too where at? In Atlanta at Dragon Con.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah.
2: We uh we go to Dragon Con every year. It's it's like Labor Day weekend. It's mm-hmm. just it's just kind of this big everything convention. I mean, it's like superheroes and anime and video games and everything, just everything. And um they just have like this whole big like magic area where you can go and just do drafts all day long you can do a steel draft or a booster draft or whatever and i did several booster drafts cool there and it was i mean it was a lot of fun and everybody there was really nice i mean everybody shakes your hand did tell you good game they i mean it was great
0: that's awesome um next time you go to atlanta look up the lgs called Gigabytes cafe
2: Okay.
0: That was I went there last year in November and that has probably been one of the best LGSs I've ever visited in the US. Oh. Um, and it was th- that that's where I was talking about where they made me feel instantly at home. And um they their magic playing area isn't that big. I mean, it's big <laughs> enough to hold like maybe say 40 to 50 people. But they mm-hmm. have, if you're into any of those mini games like Warhammer or Star Wars or whatever the heck, holy crap, their playing area for that is humongous. Oh, wow. Uh, so I think they're definitely more into that, but they still have plenty of magic stuff as well, too. But, That's cool. But like I said, one of the best LGSs I've ever been to. Yeah, If anyone's mm-hmm. ever in Atlanta, please go check them out. They're cool. one of my favorites there. When I go back to Atlanta this year, I'm going back there.
2: When are you going back to Atlanta?
0: Um, Whenever the GP is, probably in November again.
2: Oh. Yeah, I saw that, but um, I, November's not a good time for me to travel. There's just too much going on. Oh, it's yeah. like you're getting ready for the holidays, Thanksgiving, going to have to travel. Eh. Not yeah. a good time of year to go to a GP for me.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. We've got a GP <laughs> in Tampa next month. Oh, that gonna be going to and um yeah it's i don't know i'm not that excited about it it's i'm probably just gonna go for a day and (laughs) it i feel like have you ever been to a gp
2: no i have not
0: it is exciting your first time it's very very exciting your first time going after that if if, unless you're going to like gp seattle or gp las vegas every other gp feels exactly the same Mm. it's really no different that's that, That's mm-hmm. one of the downsides with GPs is they're all, the first one's really, really awesome. Then after that, you're like, oh, I've already kind of seen this before. <laughs> really nothing else going on. I mean, they're yeah. still fun, though, obviously. Yeah. But it's like, eh, you know, you've seen one, you've seen them all. Sort of, yeah,
2: but you might get to see Maria there. Oh, wait, n- never mind. Not, not anymore. Not, no, sorry. They're not doing <laughs> that anymore. Nope. Just kidding.
0: Yeah, I know. That's such a. Whatever, because that that'd be the thing. You know, I know some people. You know, watch Sunday football or something. That'd be like my Sunday sport. Would put on Mm -hmm. would be put on Twitch and watch the top eight of GP of whatever GP it is. You know, yeah. Except limited, I can't stand watching limited. Oh, it's I I find it so boring.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I find competitive magic. Like really confusing. I pretty much don't ever know what's going on, but I still watched it.
0: You know what? I'm so I've been playing this for so long. I'm really really entrenched. I know a lot of the metas and the formats for Legacy, Standard, and Modern. I still get confused. (laughs) I still get confused. You
2: just can't tell what's going on.
0: Yeah, and if you look away the if you look away from the screen for like a minute and you go back, you're like, what just happened? Like,
2: yeah and they play so
0: fast mm-hmm.
2: i'm just like how did how do you how do you know what you're doing and then just like tapping these cards all weirdly i have no idea what's going on when i'm watching but hey i'm still there and i'm still watching yeah. and i'm just hoping <clears throat> that the commentators are going to explain what's going on and they usually do
0: for the most well, part
2: they usually used to
0: yeah it's i don't I haven't been watching Star City too much this year, but I felt like, especially towards the end of last year, not that the commentators are doing bad, but there's just too many times they wouldn't even talk about the game. They would just talk about some other random stuff as the game's going on and maybe casually mention, oh, they're playing a mountain now. Oh, they're playing a lightning bolt. And it's like, Mm. okay, well, what else is going on? Instead, they talk about their (laughs) pet dog or something for like 10 minutes.
2: Oh... I guess I, I missed that part.
0: Well, that's uh, that's why I usually most of the time I don't listen to the comment commentation or commentary. Um, yeah, it's I usually just have it on for noise. Sometimes. Yeah. But uh, not anymore. No, no, and that's why I try to watch Star City, but yeah, it's it's not that they're bad or anything. Hell, they're technically better when it comes to the production value. It's just late past few weekends I've just been either too busy or just not watching magic at all
2: yeah yeah i've been busy lately too i don't think i've ever watched star city games they're good
0: they're i mean same as gps pretty much just um, they focus way more on a select group of players than just Mm -hmm. um you know whoever random is coming up in the coming up in the series or whatever pro player is playing there Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: um you know they're Like I said, they're just as good as magics or Wizards coverage. Yeah. And plus now they've got Emma Handy on there and Jerry Thompson. And they've been killing it lately on Mm. there. So yeah, yeah, definitely check them out.
2: I will have to check them out. Yes.
0: So another thing, we kind of mentioned it a little bit before we started recording. And it was a hot topic on Twitter for a little bit. Um, so, by the time this releases, this is going to be releasing next Friday, which is, I think, the 28th, I think, or the 27th. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> So, PewDiePie apparently played some Magic Arena on a released a video of it. And, and I know he is a very controversial figure. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know about his past and all that stuff. But, damn, if I did not see, like, so many people heated up and mad that he was playing it. I'm like... <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. I understand why they were getting mad, but it's like, what are you? What do you want wizards to do about it? I mean, they can't just outright ban them for no reason. Yeah. You know?
2: I um, I mean, I don't particularly like him or his style, but um, I like. I don't think. I don't think Wizards is the type of company that's going to support somebody like him anyways. So yeah. I just don't, like, I don't know why there was out- so much outrage on either side, like for or against. Like, he played a game. I mean, he could play Monopoly, whatever. It doesn't matter. He could play any game. it's. I don't see Wizards ever supporting him. So, I mean, I, I didn't feel compelled to make a post on Twitter about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, and I see where you're coming from. Some of the arguments I saw that people were against is because it's going to bring more shitty people into the community because we need more well, of them. You know?
2: Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want more shitty people in the community for sure. We don't need that. But I just, I mean, it was a one-time thing. Like, has he made another video since?
0: Uh, not that I've seen.
2: I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I mean, maybe if it keeps on, then. It might be a little...
0: But, I mean... Uh. But but even then, I mean... Unless he's blatantly doing something bad... Because I saw some people like calling for wizards to ban him from Magic Ring. I'm like, really? But yeah. he, didn't, he didn't really do anything. You know? Yeah. And it's crazy because the one video he released was the most watched Magic video of all time. Yeah. When you think about it. It's crazy. Because even the top YouTube... Magic creators, they can't even come close to that. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, don't know I, I mean,
2: I guess publicity is publicity. You know, good or bad. It's it's people getting their eyes on the game either way. Oh, yeah.
0: And I'm sure that signed up a lot of new people to Magic Arena just to try it out because PewDiePie was doing it, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I do have <coughs> to agree, though. I don't want the shitty people the, signing up, though. The people that play mill <laughs> decks, no.
0: People oh that man.
2: Counter spells, no.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
2: don't be signing up. Don't do it. I don't want to play against you people.
0: So you probably never want to play against me.
2: Do you play a mill deck?
0: Um, I have one on a Magic Arena, and I also have a. Uh, are you familiar with the deck Eight Rack? No. So Eight Rack is basically a discard deck where I don't <sighs> allow you to ever have cards in your hand ever and i make you discard and destroy everything. <laughs> I have that deck as well. So
2: Do you have do you have a persistent petitioners deck? No,
0: no. It's my my, my mill deck is the I built a blue white mill deck before um Ravnica Allegiance came out. Okay. I haven't updated it and I mean I like the persistent petitioners but I if i were to play it i'd probably only do a four of and not, not, like, oh, make a deck of 50 of them in it, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It'd just be boring to me, you know?
2: Yeah. It's that. I, yep. I don't like it. If I see somebody cast that, I'm like, I'm out. Later. Yeah. I'm not sticking around for this.
0: Yeah, th- that, those kind of decks annoy me. And also the stupid life gain decks annoy the crap out of me, too, right now. Oh. Where it's just they gain a crap ton of life but they don't really have much of a win condition where oh. it's like, oh I'm just gonna gain a bunch of life and I'm like, Okay, I'm bored. I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna <laughs> concede, not because you won, but because I've got better things to do.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like playing life game, but I mean, I also wanna have like I don't know, creatures or some something yeah. to do other than just gain life for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's um there's been a few life gain decks in the past, like even a couple years ago, or actually no longer than a couple years ago, shit, maybe five years ago. Um <laughs> that was just miserable. Basically they would gain so much life that they the only way they'd be able to win is just by decking you out, by making sure Ugh. you run out of cards. But they, they yeah. don't have any other kind of win condition. It's like
2: That's not fun.
0: No, I mean, no. I, I I know it's a it's magic and it's a way to win, but it's like, come on, this is just boring as hell. Yeah, especially I mean, to watch. Yeah,
2: I I I don't like. I'd rather just be burned out and killed in like four turns by a red deck or something. Mm-hmm. At least make it fast if you're just gonna kill me.
1: Oh yeah, for yeah. sure.
2: I don't I don't want to wait out for my entire library to be put in my graveyard and that's how I die. No.
0: So, what's your favorite color in Magic?
2: Single color? Yep. If I have to pick a single color, this is really difficult, but if
0: I have <laughs> to pick
2: one color, it would be white. Okay. Because um, you can play creatures with white. I like mm-hmm. playing creatures. That's I like creatures. I like attacking. But... I mean, so you would think, like, maybe I like red because there's a lot, you know, there's the aggro, there's a lot of attacking. But, I don't know, something about red doesn't doesn't jive with me. There's, there's maybe too many spells. There's, like, too many instants and sorceries, and I don't really <laughs> want to think about that. I just want to attack with creatures.
0: I can see that. I can see that. What's... So,
2: white, yeah, so I guess white.
0: Okay. What's your favorite guild? Orzov. Orzov. Okay, so yeah. just like John.
2: Yes. Yeah. The- I love playing white and black. I, I like both of their abilities. Like, with white, you have the life gain. Mm-hmm. With black, you have, like, death touch, that sort of thing. I really like playing those sort of things together. That's why I like... That's why I really like playing vampires. I think there's, like... um I think there's some black and red vampire decks. But... Like old, like,
0: oh, like yeah. older. Yeah, pro- probably older ones. Yeah,
2: but um, I really like I really like black and white. That's my favorite combination to play. If I'm drafting, I'm probably gonna force black and white.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it works,
2: and some most of the time it's very bad. But hey, it is what it is. All right,
0: all right. So, do you have a favorite shard?
2: I don't know what that means.
0: Okay, so when it comes to the three colors, they call them shards or wedges. The th- The five shards are... Um, oh, God, I always forget the names. Like, I know them, but it just always eludes me. So, <laughs> hold on. Uh, let me just look it up in case so I don't mess it up here. So, the five shards are Esper, which is uh, white, blue, black, Grixis, Jun, Naya, and Bant. So Grixis is blue, black, red, uh, Jund, black, red, green, Naya, red, green, white, and then Bant, uh, green, white, blue.
2: So, but what about the other three color combos? Uh, So those
0: are called wedges. Um, Oh. And those are Abzan, which is white, black, green, Jeskai, Uh uh, blue, red, white, blue, uh, Sultai.
2: I like Mardu.
0: Mardu? Okay, uh-huh. white, white, red, black? Yes. Okay. And Mardu's pretty good. Mardu um can definitely make for some fun commanders, at least.
2: Yeah. It's like, okay, so white and black are my favorite, mm-hmm. and I can pretty much play any <clears throat> other combo that has either one of those colors in it.
0: So even um Esper
2: Yes, Esper blue. That's blue, black, and
0: yeah, white. white. Yep.
2: Yes, I built an Esper deck on Arena recently, and as much as I hate blue, I I like. I had to put some blue spirits in it because it was like an afterlife spirits deck,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I was buffing up spirits and stuff. Nice. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Like I refused to put counterspells in there, but I did have some blue creatures in it.
0: Oh, you got to have at least some sideboard counters just a no. sideboard. No,
2: I don't do sideboarding. That's scary. I don't do that. I don't. I can't be changing things out. Okay. It's hard enough. Just getting one deck built. I can't have extra options.
0: Yeah, I, I-, I can see what you mean there. Um, so it's you... not
2: at that level yet.
0: So you mainly only play best of one then on arena.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't like playing best of three.
0: Yeah, In arena.
2: I like playing best of three in paper, but I don't like playing in arena.
0: Yeah, I I feel like even in arena, sometimes best of three can take too long. Yeah. Because it's weird because when I play Magic Online, I usually set aside some time where I'm like, okay, I'm going to play and I don't mind if games take an hour or so. But Mm -hmm. with arena, I'm like, all right, come on, go, 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 go. You're taking too long. Oh, you're taking taking three seconds to make a decision? That's too long. Come on, get going.
2: <laughs> yeah like 10 minute game max yeah yeah pretty much
0: so I'm looking up some do you play commander
2: no I've no. never played commander
0: you would probably love the hell out of it
2: now I've played I've played brawl and I did like that that's a lot of fun I really enjoyed it
0: oh yeah you would love commander then um g- getting one of those commander precons especially the ones that i mean the a lot of people give crap to the ones that came out last year because they were pretty underpowered, which, yeah, I mean, compared to sets pre- in previous years, they were pretty underpowered, but there's still a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. They came out with an Esper one last year, and um, obviously they're going to come out with more this year, so I definitely recommend getting one, and maybe okay. you and your friends play or just try it out, and it's so yeah. much fun.
2: Yeah, and they'll probably release an Orzov one this year, right?
0: I don't know. They haven't really announced what themes they're going for this year. Cuz oh. cuz usually it's a th- they've been doing themes instead of just color sets. Like last year was um Planeswalker themes cuz each commander was a Planeswalker. Um
2: Oh, and they don't have to be a Planeswalker. Nope. Okay, and then that's right.
0: The year before that were creature themes. They had a dragon deck, a cat deck. And, you know, cats oh, right there. Oh, <laughs> how did I miss that?
2: <laughs> well, you weren't
0: you weren't playing yet.
2: Oh gosh.
0: Yeah, they um, they what was it? Dragon? Oh, vampires was another one.
2: <gasps> oh my god, and, I gotta um, look these up. I gotta find these.
0: Oh god, what was the other one? Um, it was vampires, cats, dragons, and. Oh my god, it's going to drive me crazy. Hold on, i got to look it up now because I can't remember what the other one
2: is.
0: (laughs) It was Commander 2017. Come on, pull it up here. Yeah, it was Cats. No, come on, show me. Yeah, Cats, Vampires, Dragons, and Wizards. That's right.
2: Oh, Wizards. Yeah,
0: the Wizards deck was... Holy crap, it was stupid good. Yeah. But the Vampire's deck, I think out of the box, the Vampire deck might have been the best one.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> that, I'm sure that sounds about right, yeah.
0: Because um, the Commander has the ability, it's Edgar Markov, who's Soren's dad.
1: Oh.
0: Um, um, He's got this ability that every time you play a Vampire, you create a 1-1 Black Vampire token. Even when he's <sighs> in the command zone. He creates
2: oh nice
1: yeah. Ooh.
0: so yeah it's um i don't know how expensive they would be now because i mean like i said especially for the vampire one it's so worth it uh, hopefully yeah it's not too expensive let me look it up um
2: yeah they're like a couple years old now
0: yeah but that usually means people like to hoard them and all oh. that stuff
2: that's true
0: Oh my god, these are expensive. Holy shit. Yeah, they went way up in price. Oh, um no. Like the Vampire deck is about $100
1: now.
2: Oh, wow. Jesus.
0: And the Dragon deck is about 120. What the fuck? Jesus.
2: Wow. Okay. That's what happens when you take away MSRP. I mean No,
0: no, no, no. It's because um <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that is a nice segue, but it's that that's the thing with these Magic products. If you don't buy them as soon as they come out, they're just going to shoot way up in price for the most part. Yeah. Especially commander products, but yeah, them not having MSRP anymore, just I saw a bunch of people freaking out about it. And yeah. to me, it just means that oh, Amazon's still going to sell it super cheap well, way below what your LGS is going to sell them at and not much is going to change. Yeah. That's how I feel. I-
2: I don't, I don't, I don't think there's going to be any difference at all. I mean, I just don't anticipate anyone changing anything.
1: <clears throat> like
2: everyone's going to know how much it used to cost. So, it, it just, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a big deal at all.
0: I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it'll be the end of magic as we know it. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you, you've been seeing a lot of those posts lately this year. The end of magic is coming. Um, yeah,
2: I sure hope not, because I just got into it and I really <laughs> love it.
0: I mean, it's got to end sometime, but okay. I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. I mean, I mean, even if Wizards officially ended Magic, like stop producing new cards, the game mm-hmm. is still going to be played for so long after that.
2: Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, there are people that still play. Um, there's this one game. What was it called? Legend of the Five Rings, which is some like samurai card game. That came out back in the 90s. People still play that. <laughs> so people are still playing that. People are going to play Magic forever.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not like all of the cards, all the paper cards are just going to poof, disappear and yeah. go but, up in flames. Like, you, even yeah. if they
0: did, the Chinese would come out and create more counterfeits. <laughs> so.
2: Yeah, so we're fine. We have Magic forever.
0: Yeah, for now. Until the next new thing comes out, which will be... Not magic or something. I don't know.
2: The end of magic as we know it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, being a content creator, what have been some of the things that you've enjoyed being a content creator so far?
2: Um, I have enjoyed meeting new people, making a bunch of friends, Um being on 10th street again.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it really is my favorite thing like ever. I'm not even just saying that because you're on there too. Like I really have so much fun when I'm on there. I mean, really just I mean, I know people talk about how awful the community is and yeah, there's a lot of really shitty people out there, but it that's that's just everywhere.
0: Yeah. It, it's just in the world. E- it's in every community. I mean, people yeah. people want to act like magic's different. I'm like, it's really not, though. It's.
2: Yeah, it's not. Like, that's definitely the gaming community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. There's, like, the toxic people, there's the negative people, there's the freak out people. Like, there's, it's
0: everywhere. Yeah, there's the cool kids, the nerds, the jocks. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all <laughs> exactly. the same.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I've just really like it has been such a nice creative outlet for me, and I mean it's just it's just really like a fun hobby, and I'm I really am all of the p- really cool people that I've met that I never would have met otherwise just mm-hmm. makes it all so much worth it. Like I just love it.
0: Oh yeah yeah and um yeah Tin street hooligans you know they're okay i mean i have to say it's okay due to john's yeah. contractual yeah. obligation he ha- oh, yeah. i have with him yeah um you know and plus i have to pay him to even appear on it yeah <laughs> i know
2: that's um that's rough and
0: I know he was telling me like johnny and coach get paid to show up i'm like what the fuck is this shit <laughs>
2: <laughs> i've been on there twice now i've never gotten paid
0: well, because you get to show up for free, all right? I have to pay. No, I'm I'm joking. It's um <laughs> no, but um no. John John is really good people, and it's yeah. Um, I'm glad he started that little show. It's it's been a lot of fun doing it.
2: Yeah, even even when I'm not on it, like it, I, I look forward to it. Every time it's on, like every every other week. I really do. I look forward to it. I think about it when I'm at work. I'm like, oh, my God, Two Street Hooligans comes on tonight. I'm so excited.
0: I know. It's coming on it. tomorrow night, too.
2: Tomorrow night, yes. I know. Oh, yeah, two weeks in a row.
0: I know. I know. I'm going to try to appear on it. I mean, it all depends on when I get to my hotel tomorrow night, oh, whether or not I even. Traveling. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'll do my best. But I told John, don't wait up for me. because. Yeah think the show starts at like 8 o'clock or something like that because he's doing it earlier now and Mm. I don't even land until about 7 o'clock at night so it all depends on how quickly I get to my hotel and who knows whatever. Yeah. But yeah I mean so what are some things that you have found in content creation that maybe you weren't expecting?
2: (sighs) That I found that I wasn't expecting?
0: Like, you know, like creating videos and... Okay, maybe creating and editing the videos, that was the easy part. Like, what are some other things that you found along the way that sort of were... Sort of hurdles that you've had to come across, or...
2: Um, I mean, I don't want to sound like... I don't even know what word to use here, but I just... It's just all been very easy for me so far. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I have technical difficulties sometimes. Like, I had a video that I put up last week. Like, I just could not get the, the picture part to work with Arena. And I was trying to do it differently, and it didn't work. And I was just like, whatever, it's not happening. You're, you're just not going to see my face. It's just going to be <laughs> Arena <laughs> gameplay and my voice, and that's it. But other than that, like, I mean... I guess, you know, I try to come up with new ideas for my little comedy sketches and stuff. And sometimes I'm like, well, I can't think of anything, but I've I got a whole list going and for the most part it's just it's just all come really easy to me. I haven't really been doing it that long, so yeah. I mean maybe that's why. But I mean it's it's been enjoyable and fun and it's just my little hobby and I just come home every night and work on it and I like it.
0: No, and that's good. That's good. It's um that that is one of the important things to keep up and I've talked about it before is just sometimes it'll get to you because I mean obviously you want people to see your videos, right? I mean, yeah. we all, I mean, I don't know about you, but we all have I mean, I have this secret desire like ooh, I'd love to make it big and all that stuff but in some ways i would but in other ways i don't want to make it big um because then people are going to realize how terrible i make these podcasts so (laughs) (laughs) whatever (laughs) um but it's you know that that has been one of the more frustrating parts where it's like how do you get more eyes and ears on this and yeah you see some people just make it so easy and it's all other times it's like what the hell am i doing wrong Type thing. Yeah,
2: I, I guess I definitely, I definitely feel like I don't, I don't know how to get myself out there more. And um I definitely have have times where I feel like I wait, I just wish, you know, I could get more people to see my stuff. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: I really just try to keep it all in perspective. Like when I think about it, I have like, right now, I have almost 300 YouTube followers. And, like, I just make stupid videos of me opening up booster packs and playing arena <laughs> and just, like, making these these silly dumb videos in my house of me just being stupid. And I have almost almost 300 people who want to subscribe to that. Like, when you think about it, that's pretty
0: cool. That, that is a lot of people when you think about it. I mean... Yeah. Can you can you imagine doing those videos in front of 300 people live?
2: Right, exactly. Like... A crowd, an audience, of <laughs> people like, no, uh-uh, no, yeah. no yeah. way I could do that. Because, like, you might find this surprising, but I'm very introverted.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm the same way, too.
2: Yeah, it's... I, like, I can do this, like, when it's on a video and... Mm-hmm. I can sort of control it. Like, I can control what I'm putting out there for the world to see. But, you know, in a in a crowd with 300 people watching, that would be really, really, really tough.
0: Yeah, I'd have to do, like, a week of mental prep just to prep yeah. for that. It's because in, in my job every day, I've got to be outgoing and... And, you know, be able to talk to people and all that stuff. Yeah. And it, I don't have problems doing it. But as soon as I get home, it's like, I just want to go cocoon. I just want to yeah. wrap up in a blanket and just be like, okay, I, I'm I'm done peopling. Yeah. I just need to... Goodbye,
2: world. <laughs> <laughs> just need a break.
0: And then and then it's like, oh, wait, no, I got to go work on some content too. And it's... Yeah. Uh, that That's why I like doing interview episodes because I just really pop on you know skype and it's like hey let's just talk i don't really have to yeah. prep anything just we're just yeah. gonna have a conversation here it's easy for me <laughs> yeah.
2: well good i'm so glad i could make your life easy today
0: yes thank you thank you yeah but um i'm trying to think of anything else um yeah, yeah so you're gonna you ask me you were also you're still part of card sphere right
2: yeah That's yeah right. i'm a part of card sphere i love card sphere I got those
0: guys are awesome.
2: Yeah, they they are good people. You yeah, don't want to really talk are. about good people? Cardsphere are good people, and they are doing. They work nonstop to just keep that keep that company going, and they do a good job. They do a good and, damn job.
0: And they have full time careers too. Yeah, um,
2: Cardsphere isn't their job. No, they it's all not. have jobs, and Cardsphere is like the side hustle, for yeah. sure. And it's just like, it's, it's such a great concept. Like I like it way better than I like the whole thing of like, I have cards and when I'm ready to send them out, I can pick the people who I want to send them out to and then they go as opposed to me waiting for, I'm, I'm a seller instead of me waiting for a buyer, like set, like, you know, like on eBay or something.
0: Yep. That's why I I love it.
2: Yeah, I love that setup, because I just went, like, on Saturday, Saturday morning, I just got up, I'm drinking coffee, I'm like, hey, you know what, I'm going to get on Cardsphere and sell a bunch of cards. I just go on there, sell a bunch of cards, get six packages ready to go, put them out in the mail that day, and I'm done. Yeah, And I'm 80 bucks richer, and it's it's great.
0: Yeah, it's so easy, and, and just... By the way, people, I'm not sponsored by Cardsphere in any way whatsoever, but I've had them on the podcast before, and <laughs> just after talking with Ted and um, was it Michael? I think it Michael? is. Mm-hmm. And um, they're just really, really great guys, and just really, really care. Like those are the kind of people that you can tell they really care about this community, and yeah, they want to actively make it better. And that's you know, it kind of kind of makes you want to make it actively make it better too you know yeah They're, um,
2: and when did you have them you had them on your podcast i guess i have not seen that one
0: it was last year i want to say around february march when i had them. okay
2: on. so that was before efren came on card because he's a he's a part of Cardsphere now too
0: yeah and i he's, can't remember he's great. i can't remember if he was a part of it or not at the time i didn't I have him on so. the show but um they did mention they had a third person, but I don't know if that was him or not.
2: I don't think so. Because I think Efren I think Ephren came on to CardSphere around the same time that CardSphere offered me a sponsorship. Oh okay. so that was that would have been like last fall.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. No, but um, you know, like I said, they're really good people. Um, yeah. and it's cool that they've brought in Conjunct creators like yourself and even Johnny Slivers and, you know, yeah. John and all of them. I mean, they, I mean, they friggin' deserve the hell out of it. I mean,
2: yeah. They, I mean, they, they do. They really care about the community. And like, they're not, like we said, like, they're not out there making money off of Card Sphere. Like, they're putting, they're putting what they do back into the community to help continue to, Bring it up, and that's you know yeah. that's why I I'm not trying to like build myself up here, but that's why you know all of the all the people that they sponsor like you know they're particular about it, and they sponsor good people too, like John and Johnny, and you know they've got people like Alby MTG, he's super cool.
0: Oh, did they sponsor him too?
2: Mhm. He yeah. Oh,
0: okay.
2: He's they he's he was a sponsor before I was.
0: Oh, okay. I Dang. guess I missed that. Um, yeah, because I know he he did those Cardsphere videos forever, and then I guess uh-huh. they finally brought him on, which is good <laughs> good for him. Yeah, I, I had him on my podcast too um, last year. Uh-huh. I think I did, right? Yeah, I did. I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> I'd, I'd have to, to go, go, go back, look back
2: and watch some of these really old ones.
0: Yeah, I've had um I've had the professor on too. <clears throat>
1: oh, um,
0: and that's exciting! Uh, I know. Um, and who else have I have had Jeff Hoogland on? Um, okay. And there's a whole bunch of people. I don't know. Have, have, you had,
2: have you had Megan and Maria on?
0: No, no. Um, oh. It's, oh, okay. So I'm very, so there, <laughs> there's kind of two sides to the way I want to interview people. One, it's I bring people on that I genuinely want to talk to. And then, so such as yourself, I genuinely want to talk to you. And then, two, it's also there's some people where I'm also kind of afraid to ask them in a sense because it's like I, they're not gonna want to fucking talk to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Like, like some like Megan Maria, I'm like, like, I, I've like they're not gonna want to talk to some little oh. person like me or whatever, you know? Yeah,
2: they'll be like, wait, who?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, who are who, you? Who, who the fuck is Zuby? <laughs>
2: yeah, that's. I mean. That's yeah, I get that. I totally get that. If I tried to do something like that, they would be like, oh my god, that's our Twitter stalker. We can't. We can't. <laughs> I pretty much like retweet everything they post, comment on all their stuff. It's it's almost a creeper level.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I really have that with any magic content creator anymore. At first it was the professor. For a mm-hmm. long time. And then when I started actually actively talking to him, and especially after I'm on the podcast, it's like, I mean, I still watch his stuff, but I'm not like, you know, starstruck anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, Um yeah. I don't think there is any actual magic content creator that I'm like, oh my gosh, about anymore. It's yeah. just sort of like, I know everybody. And I'm like, eh, okay.
2: They're all just <laughs> regular people.
0: Yeah, it really, really is. I mean, y- you especially it's weird because I've met so many celebrities too. because um, 'cause I've been to so many, you know, Comic Con conventions and all that. And oh, okay. I've met like the entire Star Trek Next Generation cast. <gasps> and all that especially Patrick Stewart too. And oh, it's um
2: that would be so exciting. But then
0: after meeting all of them, you're just really like, Holy shit, they really are just normal people. I mean Oh. You know. Well, are you a fan of Star Trek?
2: Well, I I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I definitely, I like Star Trek, and Next Generation is my favorite Star Trek. I love Patrick Stewart. It is
0: the second best Star Trek.
2: Oh, what's the first best?
0: (laughs) The original series with Captain Kirk and Spock.
2: I've never gotten into that one.
0: It's really, really hard. Like, if you're not really into star trek it's i mean that one's hard to watch because it's from the 60s and it looks so campy yeah. and but that's, yeah. i grew up watching it so it's well, you know
2: it's nostalgic for you oh yeah
0: i friggin' love it and um just <clears throat> no nah, i mean not saying that next gen's bad at all i friggin' love captain picard and all that
2: yeah but yeah it, yeah
0: but, i mean even that's so good and have you watched um that one show the orville no no, so, you know Seth MacFarlane? Yeah. So, he does Family Guys, So, he does yeah. a... The Orville is basically his version of Star Trek. Um what? So, it's sort of like Star Trek Next Gen meets... So, okay, you know how everybody in Star Trek Next Gen, everybody's like a perfect human being? Like, there's really nothing too wrong with them except oh no I, I messed up this command or something but they're, they're yeah. pretty much perfect humans right yeah. the, they never make any mistakes so the yeah. Orville is like next gen but just regular people like you and me
1: who kind of <laughs> have
0: no idea what they're doing um, Ooh. but but I mean it, it's really 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 well written though because I'm not a fan of Seth McFarlane I do not like Family Guy at all but you I, don't? no I've never been a fan of it but after oh. watching this show, it's I, I fell in love with it. It's so good. It's really really good.
2: It sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I think sure. you'd really enjoy it. Um, it's they've got two seasons of it so far, and it's I'm obsessed.
2: Where do you watch it? Hulu. Oh, I don't have Hulu.
0: Oh, what do you have?
2: Netflix.
0: Netflix. You gotta get Hulu. <laughs> well,
2: why do I have both? What? Why do I need both?
0: Well, the thing with Hulu is you have um, current shows that air. Um, So what Hulu does is, so say, a show like The Orville, um, it'll air on Thursday night, and then the next day, Friday, it'll show up on Hulu. You don't have to wait for the entire season to come out for you to watch it.
2: Oh, I didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, so (laughs) you can stay up-to-date on shows that you really like.
2: Okay.
0: Like, um... My wife and I, well, she watches it now, but we used to watch Grey's Anatomy together, oh. so they have Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy on there. Um, I had to, I can't watch that show anymore. I had to stop. It was just never going to end.
2: Is it still on?
0: Yeah, they're on like season 15 or something like that.
2: Oh my god. What? Did
0: you used to watch it? I've,
2: I've never watched it, no. Oh
0: my god, it's... um. Yeah, I, I can't watch that show anymore. There's just too much death and too much, <laughs> too much drama. And
2: I'm shocked that it is still on television.
0: Yeah, I mean Supernatural's still on TV too.
2: I do watch Supernatural. Oh,
0: you do? Are you caught up?
2: Uh, well, I watch it on Netflix, so I guess oh, I'm not. Oh, so I'm you're, not a up. you're a, yeah, oh, a season God. behind?
0: You're, Oh my God, this this current season has probably been one of the best seasons on TV <gasps> for like. Oh. Oh my! So, what what was last season? Last season was what they had Jack. Oh, did you finish the thirteenth season?
2: Um, we're, I'm trying to think if we're, we're finished.
0: They they go to the other dimension because they try to rescue their mom and Jack.
2: Right. Yes, and, they've done that.
0: And did um, did they have they come across Michael and Lucifer and all that and.
2: Well, Lucifer's with them. Yeah, yeah. Lucifer comes through mm-hmm. the portal, and
0: I'm trying not to spoil anything. <laughs> I'm
2: trying to think if we finished it.
0: Did did Michael come back over on the other side? Yes. And did yes. Dean accept Michael as his vessel?
2: Oh yes, yes. He <laughs> and then Michael Michael took over Dean's body. Yes,
0: yes. So. And- yes season 14 so freaking good oh my god um oh I,
2: don't tell me I, I
0: can't spoil anything but oh, no. so i will say this and this isn't spoiling anything they just had the 300th episode of supernatural wow and i will admit i freaking cried watching <gasps> that because it was it was like one of the best episodes and it's and if you've been keeping up with the show since the very first episode, yeah. you are going to love that 300th episode.
2: Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah,
0: it's so good. Oh my gosh. it's. My, I, I got my oldest daughter hooked on Supernatural, so that's a thing we do every week is whenever a new episode's out, we'll watch it together. And um,
1: Nice.
0: I freaking love that show. I love Sam and Dean. I think...
2: Oh. Yeah, there's... Yeah. I mean, I love it too. We've... We, we, I guess we've never watched it. We've only watched it on Netflix,
0: but yeah, that's how it's I first like, started watching it. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's like easy to binge watch oh, yeah. too. And I mean, sometimes when you like see the flashbacks of them in the older seasons, because mm-hmm. I mean, my god, this show has been on forever
0: since 2005 or 2006, something like that. Yeah.
2: You'll sometimes see the flashbacks of them and I'm, and you're like, wait, is that Sam and Dean? Because this looks like totally they're different people.
0: Babies. They're like babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it's fun watching because, you know, when I first watched the show, you know, they just look normal and you see them age, you know, yeah. you, you don't really notice it. You don't and then,
1: notice it. Exactly. And, and then
0: you're right. As soon as they go back to a flashback, you're like, holy shit, they're, they are their babies during that. Yeah. And and, and Dean sounds like so high pitched. Two. he doesn't do the Sam, we we got to we got to go we got to go find castiel
2: <laughs> <laughs> it sounded so much like dean <laughs> yeah.
0: like it, it really
2: did like if i closed my eyes i would have thought that was actually dean talking yeah it pretty impressive
0: oh i've seen i've i've watched the except up to season 12 i i think i've seen seasons 1 through 11 like two or three times by now
2: oh wow yeah. so are you are you like team Sam or team Dean?
0: Dean, definitely Dean.
2: Oh, yeah, okay, De- De- yeah. Dean's my Dean, freaking fric- yes, I mean, yes, I still yes. I
0: still love the shit out of Sam. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, like, sure, but sure. if I had to choose one, it'd be Dean all the way. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Sam. I like Sam, but he's just a little bit too he's a little bit too sensitive for me.
0: He can be, but damn does freaking um Jared He that motherfucker can act though. There are some scenes. He does a great job. There was a scene in like this current season that he as Sam. It was just so fucking good. Like it brought me to tears. Like holy shit. It Like like I said, this whole season's just been one of the best seasons in like a long time. And I thought (gasps) and I thought season thirteen was really good. No, this blows season thirteen out of the water.
2: Oh, I'm so excited. It's so
0: good. Um yeah you'll definitely love it and um yeah that's awesome that you're you're into supernatural i love that show the thing though i will say with supernatural it's kind of ruined horror movies for me or scary movies because you know you you try to watch a movie that's about a ghost haunting or something and all i'm thinking of all right get the fucking salt and find where you know burn their remains or some shit (laughs) like that all right stop stop, you know, lollygagging around here, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, I don't I don't watch scary movies. Like supernatural. Really, that's like about the max level of scary that I can handle.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm not really into horror movies either, but my daughter will try to get me to watch one with her and all I'm thinking the whole time is like, "We're Sam and Dean. Come on. This, this is yeah. this is dumb." All right. Oh, there's some demons. All right. Come on. Just get the get um, get the colt or get the one knife that kills them. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. <laughs> the angel
2: blade or yeah. whatever. Or
0: that other. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot what the other knife was called. It was before they had angel blades. Um, Do you remember what I'm talking about? The demon knife or something? Yeah,
2: I but I don't remember what it was called.
0: Um, They've had
2: so many different. I know. There's a lot of story. There's a lot of story going on. I know,
0: I know. And just the other day, I completely forgot. Was it season six or season seven when Castiel became God temporarily for a little bit? Do you remember what? that? You no. No, when he... um, What the fuck was it when um, Crowley was... Gathering a crap ton of souls for his soul machine or some shit in hell, and Castiel ends up absorbing all those souls and be- temporarily oh becomes Christ. God or something.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
2: yes.
0: <laughs> oh That's my good. God. That That's was a
2: good story right there.
0: Oh God. It was so cheesy, but it was so awesome yeah. at the same time. I really miss when Castiel was like a complete powerful badass. they've they've nerfed the hell out of him for like way too long
2: yeah why like why doesn't he have his power back i mean he was super powerful at some point like is is that never gonna happen again
0: i don't know i don't know and i'm just wondering when. i mean okay this will spoil a little bit but i'm just wondering when the hell god is gonna come back you know like when is chuck gonna come back
2: i mean he's not that's the thing he's
0: not uh maybe maybe
2: We'll see. Like I said,
0: who I knows? I they bring
2: everybody back. No I know. dies.
0: Like Bobby came back.
2: Bobby Bobby's I mean, come back multiple times. I mean,
0: it's not the original Bobby, but he he's pretty much Bobby still.
2: Yeah, it's it's just other dimension Bobby.
0: And he was always one of my favorites. Um
2: Oh, I who, love Bobby.
0: Who was you know who else who I really liked, but I felt they killed off too early? Um It was Oh my god, I can't remember her name, but I think it was in season two, season three, um, Sam and Dean go to this bar or something where a bunch of other hunters are, and it's that one lady bartender and her daughter.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you know who I'm
0: talking about?
2: Yeah, I remember her. Um, I, I don't remember their names.
0: But she kind of reminded me of, like, a female Bobby, in a sense. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like I, I liked her a little bit more. But yeah. they killed her off or something, like, on season four or season five or whatever they never brought her back though
2: well that's kind of like that's kind of how jody is she's kind of like i a love jody
0: oh my gosh I love jody. They, yeah. she is um she's definitely one of my favorites and she's been since what the first season i think
2: oh she's a long time oh yeah. yeah they i also like um Jody's friend, that other that other lady cop who's, the, like, the, from Minnesota. Yeah,
0: Minnesota. Oh, my... god, What's her name? Um, oh,
2: I don't know, but, like, I love her little ass. Oh, accent. my God.
0: She was, um... She's
2: so cute.
0: I'm so glad they brought her back. Because she was only in, what, one episode or two episodes, and she was kind of, like, okay, kind of not really that great or whatever, but then she, uh-huh. I guess she trained to become a badass. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, I
2: think, like, the original episode she was on, she... It it was just like a filler episode. Yeah. And so it was kind of just like lame. But then yeah, they've brought her back several times and she's yeah, she's
0: cool. Yeah, she's, she's I really like her, Jody. Um yeah. Cassiel, of course, obviously.
2: Oh yeah. He's, love Castiel. And I I yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, no,
0: I was just gonna say, I miss the hell out of Crowley though.
2: Crowley, <laughs> yes, I love Crowley. I love Crowley and um I really like uh what's her name? The Witch. Crowley's, Crowley's
0: uh, mother,
2: Rowena. Rowena, I really like Rowena. Like, yeah. I know she's bad, but I really like her.
0: Yeah, she's um, she's definitely funny, um, and I like how they brought back Mary too, the the mother. Yeah,
2: I, I you know, I w- this season, this past season that I watched, I was really kind of disappointed in the acting from Mary. It felt like mm. so, just dry.
0: Yeah, very, very. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. She she does better in this new season, and um, she she also was way better in season twelve too. Yeah, when um, especially especially right before she uh, pushes Lucifer into the other world, mm-hmm. um, and and or Dean and mary have their whole little scene of where he confronts mary and Mm because he was blaming her for the whole thing with with you know their whole life pretty much yeah that was some Mm -hmm. really good acting right there like holy shit yeah it's um i don't know i freaking love all those episodes and one of my other favorite episodes... I mean, this is turning into a Supernatural podcast. I don't care. <laughs> um, one of my other favorite episodes was the little musical episode they had. Where the, hi, where the that high school kids... Was
1: so good.
0: <laughs> that
2: was so good. That one was so fun. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Like, that's probably my favorite episode of the entire series.
0: I, I think... Oh, God. If I had a favorite episode... I know one of my favorite episodes was... It was an early episode where was it dean keeps dying and sam has to try to figure it out and it's gabriel that's causing the time loop or whatever
1: oh yeah yeah that, that, that was that. that was
0: a really fun one um the as corny as it was when dean could talk to animals i was just busting out <laughs> laughing the entire time yeah um, and then also when dean was scared too when he got that when he got that ghost fever or something and he suddenly became scared of everything
1: yeah Uh,
2: (laughs) that was good that was good oh did you like charlie what about charlie charlie Charlie.
0: oh uh felicia day yes um i liked her at first i didn't really care for her return and when she came back to the other world where they're in the other dimension
2: yeah i i agree with that i liked i really liked original charlie yeah but the other world, Charlie. I mean, you just didn't even, there just wasn't really much there.
0: Yeah, it was nice to see her again and all that, yeah. but it was kind of like, eh, I don't really care for it. Yeah. Um, like I didn't I didn't like Charlie at first when she first showed up, but she grew on to me at when she did some more yeah. cameos and all that.
2: I'm Like, I'm like a Felicia Day fangirl, so I was immediately excited to see Charlie on there. It's
0: crazy what's happened to Felicia Day. I still remember when she was on that YouTube show. um, The the, Guild. The the Guild, yeah, yeah. And I I watched the hell out of that for, like, the first three seasons. And then somewhere along the way, I just stopped watching because kind of went downhill for me but i yeah. freaking love the hell out of that show and and when yeah. i saw her start going on like tv and movie roles i'm like holy shit that's crazy yeah. <laughs> this like that's unknown actually person, you know
2: i've yeah i've actually met her oh really at dragon con yes and you want to talk about like being starstruck i was like I couldn't speak. Like, I was just, I was about to cry. Like, I could not speak. I was just so happy and excited. And, like, her book, her biography, had come out shortly before that. And I had just read it. And, like, her story was just really good. And Mm -hmm. she, like, was addicted to World of Warcraft and just, like, had to get through all of that. And I, it was just so good and then I met her and like I took my book and had her sign it and we got a picture together and I like That's like awesome. I could not speak like I was I wouldn't like a, burst into tears
0: I want to see that picture of you and her um, okay. se- send it to me I want to see it um, okay the because um, I really I really like her too um, I yeah. I don't know if you watch Mystery Science Theater 3000.
2: I've never watched it.
0: Um, they they redid it on Netflix, and she's in it.
1: Mm-hmm. So yes, heard she's, about that.
0: It's um really really. I mean, she she's only in it a little bit, but I, I love her in that too. Um,
2: yeah, she but, she is a really cool person. Like we've every. So like I said, we go to Dragon Con every year and she goes there often as well. Like mm-hmm. any panel that she's on talking, we make a we make a point to go to it. Oh because yeah, for sure. she I mean, she is just so cool. I mean she is a cool person. Just really cool. Like you just want to sit there and listen to her talk for two hours. Oh yeah. It's she's she's awesome. I love her.
0: Yeah, that's almost kind of how I felt when I met a lot of the Star Trek actors, especially Patrick Stewart. Like Mm -hmm. I was so nervous to meet him. Then when you finally meet him, it's um, he, you know, he, everybody always appears a lot larger on screen. But then when I finally met him, it's like he's just a little old grandpa. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) He was he was so nice and so and you know obviously I didn't really get a chance to say much to much to him at all. But you know I just said you know oh thank you for your work blah 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 whatever and you know shook his hand. But it was still like he's like kind of reminding me of my grandpa but a british version of my grandpa <laughs> oh. Oh. and he's so small too and it's really oh i mean relatively like i said he, like you said watching him on star trek all those years and yeah. seeing him in all these movies and he looks so big but it's like no he's pretty small
2: <clears throat> and i guess he's getting he's getting up there in, oh, yeah. In age too. oh yeah
0: and um yeah i can't wait for that new picard show Oh my gosh! I'm so excited about it.
2: Wow! I don't even know about this.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're they're gonna make another Star Trek show based on just Captain Picard.
2: Well, who's gonna be Captain Picard?
0: Uh, Patrick Stewart. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, who it's else? Not
2: like a young one.
0: I mean, the only something. person who I think could even play Captain Picard would be James McAvoy, who's done the younger version of Professor X in the X Men movies. That's
2: right. That's right. Yeah. He would probably be pretty good.
0: That, that motherfucker can act. Holy shit. I really like
2: act. him. Yeah. Have you
0: seen the movie Split?
2: No, I haven't.
0: Oh my gosh. You is wanna that, talk is
2: that the second is that the second one after Unbreakable? Yes. Okay. That
0: movie I mean, oh the movie itself isn't that great, but just the acting from James McAvoy makes up for the entire movie. It's mm. oh my god, it's so good. Um Yeah. But Oh no, what were we going to say?
2: No, that was fine. Go ahead. <laughs> no,
0: um, but I want to speak a little bit about World of Warcraft without making this a three-hour podcast here. Um, <laughs> so when did you start playing World of Warcraft?
2: Oh my gosh. When did I start playing World of Warcraft? Um, I don't even know. I guess um, D- maybe 2008.
0: Okay, so you didn't start during vanilla then.
2: No, I did not start during Vanilla. I started playing at the very end of Burning Crusade.
0: Okay, so at the end of Burning Crusade, right before Wrath of the Lich King then. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, so, you've been kind of there from yeah, you pretty much know what it's like to be sort of an original player. Um yeah. leveling was faster. I mean, relatively faster <laughs> back then compared to the original one to sixty grind, but it was sure. sti- but it was still slow.
2: Yeah, but, but compared to now, yeah,
0: com- compared to now, it w- compared to one to sixty is like oh, an hour. I mean, not really, yeah. but it's
2: but probably <laughs> yeah,
0: but um, yeah. So so you kind of understand the pains of leveling and how yeah. and how um, I can't remember. See, I know nowadays when you play, I I stopped playing WoW like a couple months ago because Battle for Azeroth. I've just not been a fan of that expansion at all. Um,
2: I I haven't played in a couple years.
0: uh, You're not missing much. Legion, the previous expansion, Legion was really, really, really good. Like I played
2: some Legion. Yeah, Yeah, I did play some Legion, but I just, I just didn't stick with it. I just can't. I don't like playing casually, and I can't.
0: That, that, I can't commit you know.
2: to a raid schedule, so...
0: No, I know what you mean. I, I was a hardcore raider during Burning Crusade and Wrath of the Lich King, and then we I had a really nice raiding guild with my co-workers and I, and we would, what was it, every Tuesday and Wednesday, maybe yeah. sometimes Thursday nights, we'd play, yeah. um, weekends, we'd PVP all the time at night, and mm. do, um, like, that, that was the only ever time I really enjoyed PVP, is when I played with them. Yeah. Um, other than that, I didn't give two craps about it. Um,
2: yeah, I was never, I was never a PvP'er. That is not my thing. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed raiding, and when I started playing, like it took me forever to get leveled up because yeah. I don't like questing. I don't like questing. So that's all. That's all you can do when you're leveling. That's how you level: is you do quests. <laughs>
0: And so they have made questing. They have made questing way better. Like if you actually like the story, trying to follow story, they they've made it way better nowadays compared to back during vanilla and Burning Crusade, where hell you at least I think this even happened during Burning Crusade, where they would give you a quest and you would have to read the quest log over and over again to try to figure out where the hell to go. There wouldn't be any like sparkly thing on the map to point you no. the direction no. no no it was that i by the time burning crusade came out i didn't even hit level 60 yet i was still <laughs> like level 45 or something and i started in 2006 or, yeah. no, t- or 2005 i can't remember and but I, and i wasn't hardcore back then but until i met co-workers that did play that's when mm-hmm. i became hardcore cataclysm killed killed my coworkers from playing though unfortunately oh really yeah
2: i i played i played hardcore like my my hardcore peak playing was during wrath Mm -hmm. um i i joined a really hardcore guild and like we got like a like a hard mode lich king 25 man server first kill like it was it was awesome. Like it was like legitimately hardcore. And then Cataclysm, it was like, yeah, everything sort of fell apart. Like just like the Cataclysm, like the that world
0: happened to everybody.
2: Azeroth broke in half, and like all the guilds broke in half. And I we I tried to continue raiding for a while, and I liked Cataclysm well enough. But then yeah. when Miss of Pandaria came out, like I straight up I straight up left. I was like, this is dumb. I'm not. I'm not playing
0: this. Oh, you and you then didn't I... like the Kung Fu Pandas?
2: No. I freaking
0: loved that expansion. That expansion actually, because I, I really liked Cataclysm. It was fun, but mm-hmm. since it killed raiding for me, like killed my guild essentially. Yeah. I kind of still have bitter you know, feelings towards it, but yeah. when, so I get back into Mr. Pandari. I still wasn't raiding or anything like that, but my wife and I were playing a lot, so, and so I just think back to that expansion, we had a lot of mm-hmm. fun playing it, and, yeah, um, and I love the whole Asian aesthetic, too, and.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, so, at the time, I was like, this is, this is so dumb, like, mm-hmm. why are they making this is coming from nowhere. This is, like, not even a part of any lore. Like, why are they making these pandas a playable race? So I didn't play Poor at all. Pandas. But, like, I played after that. And obviously I had to go back and do some Pandaria stuff. And it actually it actually was really fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked the zones. I liked, I liked the dungeons. I liked the Pandaria jun- dungeons and stuff. And God, it was you're fun. Ma-
0: you're making me want to go back and play now. But it's, like... I have. <laughs> like, Warlords of Draenor was probably some of the best questing experience yeah. during it. Was it was a good one. The mm-hmm. end game, though, was absolutely terrible. Mm. It was. They had, like, nothing to do. And plus, they gutted so much content for it because of Legion. So, yeah. But when Legion came out, Legion was so good. And this yeah. new one for Battle for Azeroth. I don't mm-hmm. know what they've done with this game. It's it, it's really disappointing. They came out of the gate really strong, really good story, and really good questing. Because, uh-huh. you know, it's finally, oh, Horde versus Alliance. You know, Sylvanas, right. you know, destroyed the Night Elf home and all that stuff. Yeah. All right. So as an Alliance person, we got to go stop the Horde. And as the Horde, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, fuck the Alliance. Let's try to kill them. But yeah. there's been, like, barely any war happening. It's been, mm-hmm. it's been these little skirmishes here and there, but it's like, come on Alliance, get your shit together. They fucking destroyed the night elves.
1: I, right? I'd be,
0: if I was the leader of mili- like a military leader, I'd be like, let's go fucking kill the horde. Yeah. <laughs> Just destroy them. You know,
2: so there haven't there haven't been any updates where there's like big stuff going on.
0: So they just had a raid came out last month. I I, I haven't played, but I I still like to keep up with the news and all that. Where mm-hmm. the alliance it, it the alliance raid the horde capital on the new islands and oh. and kill the new Zandalari leader, the new troll leader.
1: Oh, and
0: um, and I think at that point. Um, during that raid. I I really have to look it up. I don't know 100%, but at that point in the raid, if you looked at it from a lore perspective, the Alliance had all the power to be able to then completely wipe out all the Horde at that Mm -hmm. point. But then they're like, oh no, we're just going to go home now. Yeah, It's like, what What the fuck? (laughs) You had a chance (laughs) to wipe out your enemies, but they're like, no, we're going to go home. (laughs) But do
2: you play Horde or Alliance?
0: I, so... I'm a horde at heart, but my favorite class is druid, and I only like night elf druids. If My favorite race, actually, are the Forsaken. I love the Forsaken. If the Mm -hmm. Forsaken could be druids, I would switch in a heartbeat.
2: But that wouldn't make sense.
0: So? (laughs) No,
2: it would not make any sense. I
0: know, but if they could, I would switch in a heartbeat. Like... so, I mainly play Alliance because I've had that Night Elf Druid since 2005. So, he's yeah. my baby. Yeah. Um, but I've also had a Undead Warlock since 2007. Oh. So, he's kind of my second baby. He's my more... <laughs> but... um.
2: Yeah. I pretty much only had one main because of my my hatred of leveling. So, yeah. I just had my mage. I love my mage.
0: Oh, what class? Was- or what race, I mean?
2: Uh, blood Elf, of course. Blood
0: Elf. Oh, of course. Well of course.
2: what other race would I be Actually undead. She started out undead.
0: Forsaken of the best. Her.
2: Yeah. Started leveling her <laughs> undead. But um I eventually changed her race because I mean, like you know, once you get it once you get in a transmog and stuff like that, you you want a you want a character that looks good in all your transmog gear. And I
0: it just never looks better on blood elf. I never got into transmogging. Like, I tried really hard because some of my favorite gear sets are from uh, Vanilla and Burning Crusade. Uh And I've never been a fan of the gear sets from Cataclysm on. Some some of them do look good for certain classes, but I've always been a fan of, like, the original from the first two games. But Mm -hmm. the amount of grinding you have to do to get some of those pieces... I'm like, yeah, I'm not a fan of this. Like like trying to get tier one or tier two gear for a druid for, yeah. for from Vanilla WoW. Like, oh, how many times do I got to run Molten Core and Blackwing Lair? Yeah, yeah no. but like
2: as a druid, you're one of the classes that can go in there and do it by yourself. Well, no, no problem. Well,
0: yeah, I know. But it's it's still such a low drop rate. You have to like spend months to do it. And I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. not about this life. That's,
2: yeah, I totally cool. did that for gear. Like that, that's what I did. Like, I, I, I'm definitely I more of a mount like questing, person, but I'll, what?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. I know what you mean. You don't like questing, but I am more of a mount person. I like to try to collect oh. mounts. So, well, yeah. So that too. I still have never gotten the Anixia mount and I, for a long time, for like months what? on end, I would grind anixia or or no just go kill anixia weekly on like yeah what is it three or four different characters yeah and um and same for the lich king mount too invincible like i never
2: s- got i never got that one Still. yeah that was one i never got but i got Oni- i got the Onyxian drake like way early i had yeah. that i had that one forever it, and then i got ashes of alar pretty early too never got that the one the phoenix
1: yeah nope.
2: but i never got i never got I never got Invincible, and that and that was a hard one to grind, because you had to oh, kill yeah. like 12 freaking bosses before, except I, I love that dungeon so much, it was almost worth it, because it was just so fun.
0: I love that dungeon, too. That's um, my favorite that, one. That one and Ramus are probably some of my favorites.
2: Well, Naxxramas, I can't say that about that one. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's That one was not one that I did originally, so...
0: Well, I, I never I never did in Vanilla either, but by the time I got to do it in Wrath, I was so like excited to finally play it cuz I heard so many good things about it. Yeah. Um but <clears throat> the oh, the other mount that took me I think 5 or 6 years to finally get was the he- the he- <laughs> the headless horseman mount.
2: Oh, I never I never got that one.
0: Oh my god, I would get so mad every year cuz I'd have like, by the time the Halloween event would come out, I'd have, like, four to five characters that could do it. Yeah. And I would do it for, I don't know how many years. It took me five or six years, and I would do it every year. Like, yeah. e- even if I'm not playing WoW that year, and I'm not really into that. I would just sign up, try to do that event, like, every day for a month, and never get them out until, like, yeah. finally one year I got it. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to do with myself now? <laughs>
2: yeah. That, that one I never got. But it was just, like... It was just a once a year event, so yeah. I'm just like whatever. I, and I was like, I'll, I'll never ride that one anyways. I'm sorry, but I'm here for like the pretty mounts, and that's not one of them.
0: What? How dare you? You don't like the green flames coming from the hooves?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> the mount that the mount that I always used was um, I had um, what was it called? It was like Terragos's staff and it turns you into the dragon. It oh, turns you into yeah, the dragon. yeah
0: yeah yeah. I know what you're yeah. talking about.
2: Yeah. That's a so good one. So you had to be like a you had to be able to um wield a staff to mm-hmm. even use that. And so you had to equip the staff and then use like the on use to turn into the dragon. But that was like my favorite. I was so proud of that freaking staff. I was like this is it. Like I've made it. <laughs> I've got the staff, and I can turn into a
0: dragon. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, my favorite mount was probably my very first mount. Um, actually, no, no, no. My yeah, my first mount because I can't remember if you remember this, but you had to be level forty in order to get a mount back in the day, yeah. oh, and yeah. it was a hundred gold. And yeah. by by Burning Crusade, it was a lot easier to get gold compared to Vanilla WoW. So. Yeah. I still remember getting one gold and Vanilla WoW, like, grinding up to get one gold. Oh you were rich. Let me tell you, yeah. you, you had so much money back then. Yeah. Um, so, but when I hit level 38 on my Druid, I refused to level up any further until I had 100 gold. So, I <laughs> spent, like, a month... Like, one to two months trying to grind 100 gold. And this is me in between trying to play in between college and all that, too. Mm -hmm. So, it's I I wasn't getting a whole lot of time playing in. Yeah. So, I still remember that grind. And then when I finally hit level 40, I went and got my mount. And it was not a night saber, though. I made sure I was exalted with Stormwind City because I wanted a horse (gasps) so bad. And I got the, the Pinto horse.
1: And or or
0: or whatever, it was like the brown one with white spots. Yeah, I I wanted that horse so bad, and when I finally got it, and I still use that mount to this day, and it's still one of my favorites. I mean, it looks like crap compared to other mounts, but
2: yeah, like the graphics, you're like, this is so basic.
0: But I loved it so much. It was yeah. So that was my first mount, and still the one I use the most.
2: Oh, it's so special. That game, honestly. Like, with all of its faults, it's a good game.
0: It is. I've spent way too much. Well, when I look at how much, how many hours I've spent on the game, it's probably nowhere near as much as probably some people. Cause yeah. It. I think I only have, like, on my Druid, my original Druid from 2005, I think I only have, like, 120 days played on it.
2: Wow, that doesn't seem like that much.
0: It's really not, when you think about it, because... I played him the most during um, Burning Crusade and Wrath, but I would only really play him during raid hours. I'd never really play him other than that because mm-hmm. I had other alts. I, I was an altaholic for a long
2: time. Oh, okay. Yeah. If I still had my account, I would get on it and look and see how many hours I have played, but I don't. Yeah. I don't have it anymore.
0: <laughs> you don't have the account anymore.
2: Well, I mean, like, you, 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 like, turn it off. You're, you don't pay the subscription anymore. Like, I don't have any way to go and look at it. Oh,
0: okay, okay. I thought you meant, like, you lost your account or something. But you'd no. still be able to sign up if you wanted I, to. Yeah. Okay, okay. I
2: mean, I guess I could reinstate it and then look at it. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. I was but without
2: say, doing that, I don't know of any way to be able to look at my hours played.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, like, that's kind of sad that you lost your account. <laughs> like, no. I'd be, I'd be... Like if I lost my Blizzard account, I don't think I'd ever ever play World of Warcraft or another Blizzard game again because I've put so many hours into Warcraft, Starcraft, and Diablo, and all those <laughs> games. It's I'm like a huge Blizzard fanboy, but what they, but what Blizzard's been doing lately, God, I've not been a fan at all. Yeah, it's been. Um, I
2: just, yeah, I mean, I love it that that World of Warcraft just has such a. Sp- special place in my heart, and it always will, but I just, I mean, I just can't, I just can't be about that life anymore.
0: Yeah, it's, like you said, when Battle for Azeroth came out, it's, I'm definitely way more casual, like, I know I'm gonna go back to the game again, and probably play for a month or two, but super casual, and I'm fine with that, it's, Mm -hmm. I just really wanna play it for the story now, but the story has been kinda crap, so... (laughs) And I'm afraid they're gonna pull like a warlord's a drainer where it's they have a story going on, then like the next patch comes out and you completely miss an integral part because they never showed it and it's like, wait, what the fuck? We're 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 getting along with the 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 Iron Horde chief now all of a sudden. And, <laughs> Cause that happened really rapidly quick in Warlord's of Draenor. like, okay, we're mm-hmm. against the Iron Horde. Oh wait, now we're friends with them? We're trying to stop this other evil? What's going on? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they were probably like, oh, wait, people pay attention to the lore. We just didn't oh, think shit. anybody would care. Yeah, oh, cause, oh, y'all noticed? Whoops.
0: I mean, there was like stories in Vanilla going on, but it was so scattered. There was no like central theme or anything mm-hmm. going on. We're just like, oh, we're going to, you know, stop this fire lord now. Oh, we're going to go kill this giant dragon. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, look, all these bug people are about now. Go go kill them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Keep it as <laughs> simple.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, but I, I know I'm gonna go back to it. Do you read any of the Warcraft books?
2: Oh yeah, oh I've read all of them. Did
0: you yeah. read the latest one, Before the Storm, by Christie Golden or Goldie or whatever the it's heck?
2: Golden. Golden, but but no, I haven't read any of the new stuff. <laughs> no, um,
0: that one's okay. It's it's a precursor to Battle Battle for Azeroth. Um, I mean, it was an all right story. It was um, it was okay. It, it it sort of almost hinted that there could possibly be good, forsaken people that could possibly join the Alliance. So it's like, what? yeah, I mean, they sort of hinted at that. It, I don't think it's actually going to happen, but it almost sounded like a possibility of it. It okay. it would be really weird if that yeah, would happen. It would but. be they're doing all these allied races now and shit where it's like yeah
2: i didn't like i didn't like with the newest expansion the the like generic new races that they did
0: well i don't mind the race i just don't like how you unlock them though you have to get exalted with whatever reputation faction they're with and
2: oh really
0: yeah it's kind of lame it's yeah like, that's
2: tedious ju- i couldn't just give it to that. us
0: you know I mean, yeah. can, you, can you imagine Mr. Pandaria coming out and you can't be a panda race? You have to go unlock it instead. Yeah. You know, like, Screw that noise. I'm not about that.
2: No, I'm mm. not. I don't I don't waste time grinding, grinding things like that. No, I'm yeah. only grinding transmog pets or mounts. That's it.
0: that it, I thought I would have loved pets because it's Pokemon, essentially. Uh-huh. It, it's basically Pokemon, but I could yeah. never get into it. Like I've tried so many times to get into it. I feel like if they had a mobile version of the pet game,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'd probably play it way more.
2: I was really into the pet battles, for sure. I liked it. I enjoyed it.
0: I mean, collecting the pets is fun, but I know to collect some of the pets you have to do the pet battling stuff, and I'm yeah. like, "No, screw that. I don't I don't care that much." The no. do you remember the World of Warcraft Mountain Dew they had? No. Maybe it came out after you started playing. So I think maybe it happened before Burning Crusade or right after Burning Crusade, but they came out with these special World of Warcraft Mountain Dew cans. And and if you bought like the 12-packs, because they had an Alliance one and a Horde one, I don't remember oh what flavors they were, but they, they were both pretty good, actually. Um, <laughs> and this is when I drank a ton of soda. Um, but the... What was cool was in whichever pack you got you got a little unlock code of a a pet, a special pet. It's oh. it's a, it's a little transformer pet. Um there, there there's other models of it out there now, but you can't mm-hmm. you can no longer get this special pet anymore unless you get like a Mountain Dew can or something like that.
2: Oh, um, that's cool. So I know, I never heard about that.
0: Do you remember the the Night Elf Mr. T? Yes was that yes. did that happen when you were playing?
2: No, but I've seen it. Since. Oh, okay. I think that was bu- that was before I started, but I've definitely
0: that seen it. It was like since. one of the first times they had like celebrities endorsing yes. World of Warcraft and all that and it was freaking awesome.
2: Yeah, that was cool, for sure.
0: God, there's just so much stuff with World of Warcraft that it, it just brings back so many memories of the game where it was it, it, it was just fun because i still remember vanilla like starting a guild with some random people i met and <laughs> we would just hang out in stormwind for like hours like we yeah. wouldn't be questing or anything like that we'd be not really role-playing per se but just more of yeah doing stupid shit you know like yeah like oh hey who can climb on top of this mountain and you know yeah or play hide and seek in stormwind or some shit yeah you know? Was, or you
2: like, or you like all get on your mammoths and you just have a mammoth parade and then a bunch of randos join you and yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember doing that. Um, God, what was like some of the other shit? It was in just spending hours at Goldshire just dueling people. For, <laughs> and, and then you'd get some level 60 person. Oh, okay. So that just reminded me. So, you know, you know, the warlock class, how they can summon in an infernal, the big green rock creature. Yeah. So back in vanilla, I think they fixed this in Burning Crusade. You could summon that infernal creature and then you could sort of let that creature go and it would become hostile to everybody.
1: Oh. So
0: what level 60 warlocks like to do, even of the same faction, is yeah. they would summon that creature, let it go <laughs> hostile... They would hearthstone out. And so you'd have this level 60 infernal just dis- killing everybody <laughs> in town. Like, in a
2: starting town.
0: Yes. It was some of the funnest stuff ever. Because I remember the, yeah. going to Old Goldshire one day on my way to Stormwind. And I'm like, and I see this giant demon just killing everybody. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is going on here? <laughs>
2: oh, my gosh. That's so great. Like, yeah. it's stuff like that. Like, it's just fun. Even yeah. if that person was, like, being a total dick. Well, hey, oh, everybody course, had a of course fun they time.
0: Were. It, of course they were. But it was just the fact that you could do that on your own faction. Now yeah. it's like you can't do any of that stuff now. you There's, like, you can't... I don't know. That that was one thing I definitely missed with World of Warcraft was the server community. Because mm-hmm.
2: you actually oh, had yeah. to make
0: a name for yourself on your server. Oh, yeah. And if you were to ninja any loot or anything like that or be an asshole oh, a, yeah. in a group... People would find out and Everyone's blacklist Everyone's gonna you. know. Yeah. Yeah. On the forums, people would blacklist your name, like don't group up with these people and all yeah. that stuff. Man. What
2: server were you on?
0: Oh my god, what server was it? Because I've I've switched servers so many times over the years. Um God, I wanna say Echo Isles is when I started.
1: Oh and then
0: I moved to Daylorane for the longest time.
2: Oh, I was on Lightning Hoof.
0: Lightning Hoof, Yeah, I've never been on that one. Mm. And then I was on a PvP server for a long time, too. I don't remember which one. Um,
1: Oof.
0: Yeah, that, that that was um when I was hardcore, and we'd want to do PvP, like, on the weekends, raiding during the week. and Yeah. You know, not never again. I don't think I'd ever want to do a PvP server again. Which, now they don't even have PvP servers now. What? They, uh, they have... So... They've changed every server to be normal, and you know, then you have the role playing servers, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's you, if you want to experience world PvP, you turn on something called war mode, which puts oh. you as, at a permanently, you know, PvP mode. The, the but the benefit so to get people to do war mode is they give you an experience buff, so oh. killing things and questing will give you a buff, but. The downside is people can kill you too.
2: So, oh, yeah. Okay, I wouldn't be doing that.
0: Nope, I don't do it because I'm like, no, I don't. I don't have time to get griefed. It's, I, I've yeah. been on both sides of that camp where you do the griefing and then you are getting griefed. It's not fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. No.
0: No, but all right, it is getting late for me here, and um, <laughs> I gotta wake up early and go to work. I don't. Yeah. Probably you do too. But I just want to yeah. thank you so much for coming on. Um, it's well, been thank a blast you for
2: asking me. Yes. Yeah, no,
0: you're welcome. Um, where can people find you? Should they want to see your content?
2: They can search YouTube and type in Pixie Kitten plays and find my YouTube channel. They can find me on Twitter at PKP underscore magic. They can find me on Instagram, search Pixie Kitten plays. And I think that's about it.
0: All right. Well, awesome. Um, thank you again for coming on and, um, like I said, really appreciate it and have a great night. All right.
2: Yeah, you too.